Hello, hello! On today's show, I'm going to be talking about invasions again. The battle continues with cover combat. And Pat says, when one HasLab ends, another begins. Welcome to your favorite live streaming, whatnotting podcast, Comics and Collectibles in the Crawl Space. I am your fourth or fifth favorite podcasting host, Kevin, and I am joined today by other awesome people. First off, the Soothsayer and Sage. Oh, oh, wait, wait. You got switched up there. Uh, The amazing collectibles forecaster, Pat. Hey, everyone. And the soothsayer and sage, Mike. (laughs) Hey, good morning. I started a little note here for myself to, uh, uh, you know, have a little special intros for you guys. Pretty awesome, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, thank you. Butchered it a little bit for the first time there. <laughs> and of course, we have our behind the scenes production manager, Karen. I don't know whether that was laughter to remind me to make sure I gave her her due recognition or what I said was actually funny. Either way, it was fine. So how you doing, fellas? Good. How about you? Good. Good, good. I feel like I'm going to be talking the least, if that's believable, uh, this week. Because Mike's got cover combat, which I can't wait to see these. And then, Pat, you got some San Diego Comic-Con stuff, right? I've got too much San Diego Comic-Con stuff. To do in one show? <laughs> so that's good. Having too much content is the problem, I guess, people like us want to have right i guess (laughs) all right um mike are you ready to show us uh the rest of all of the combatants that will be in cover combat five yep yep if if i stare at the camera bewildered there's a lot i'm having audio difficulties here so you're breaking up um so i'm kind of piecing things together as you're talking we need subtitles or something (laughs) <laughs> i don't know how to hook that up pat can you look into Streamyard? see how that works i don't know sure. if, if there's a way my own doing. <laughs> yeah it may be my undoing there was a new setting on here it said improve your image or something like that like make yourself look better so i clicked on it and it's working overtime um <laughs> it just keeps spinning <laughs> it should have in parentheses underneath uh, may affect your audio quality. <laughs> yeah, because I, I can't get it to stop. It's constantly trying to make me look better, I guess. <laughs> well, it's just got a lot of work to do. No offense, Mike. Yeah. No. 
All right, let's I'm get ready. into this though. You you're 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 ready, sort of, then? Well, yeah. you're completely ready. It's just StreamYard, maybe not quite, right? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. All right, here we go. So we got to see the first, what is there, 48, right? So we got to see the first 24 last week. Oh, you didn't change yep. the round thing there. Oh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I just forgot to change it on the first one. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Everywhere else it'll be changed. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot to change it on the first page and on the, the second page I changed it and then I just copy that page and, and, and edit it so yeah i just saw that right now like, oh, wow. someday we're gonna get those round descriptors down so this is technically round one round one b right that's round, what we talked round about, one right? b no yeah. wait okay. this is one a <laughs> this is one a oh, it's I okay know. we know we know what we're talking about <laughs> this is one a wait what I don't know what you're talking. These about. are the these are the the matchups. This is last week's. These are last oh, week's oh, matchups. Oh, we're going to so see the see winners for one A. First. Right, gotcha. Yeah, so that should be an A. <laughs> if you squint, yeah. it kind of looks like an A. It was so funny. I was actually tracking with the wrongness of it, thinking it was right though. So okay. Yeah. Well, now right, I'm afraid we that when going... I present. Sorry, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say now I'm afraid that when I present the matchups for this week, they might say one A. <laughs> yeah, that would work as long as they're yeah, different. We'll so to clarify for everybody, we are currently showing the winners of round one A, which we showed last week. And the reason we have one A and one B is because since there are 48 books, we show 24 the first week, 24 the second week. So you don't see all 48 competitors until the second week. So that's why we wanted to keep it round one, but it's A and B. So right now we're seeing the winners of round 1A, and then we will be revealed the combatants for 1B. Correct? Yes, that is it. So Mike says this will be the last week we have to ignore what the screen says and just listen to us. Right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. All right, what do we got? All right, so let's get to it here. So we've got our first matchup is Sandman Nightmare Country number one versus Uncanny X-Men 101. Uh, the winner here had 53% of the vote. Ah, yeah. Very close. Predictably tight. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. sure this is going to be a bittersweet reveal here. That's for sure. Yeah. Either way it goes. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. And there we have I'm on a delay here. Yeah, that's uh yeah, it's on the screen, Mike. 
Okay. <laughs> I usually respond to your ah. Oh! So. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, there was no reaction to that one because it was I was I predicted. That's what I was predicting to happen. We didn't even say it yet. What is who won? Yeah, uh, Sandman Nightmare Country number one. The amazing, Little Death uh, Holding a Skull cover. Yeah. What'd you yep. say, Mike? Yeah, it's just the Jenny Frizen cover. Uh, one in 100, very, very, very popular when it came out. Yeah, that thing's awesome. Next matchup, we have Marvel Team Up 66. Uh, with Captain Britain versus the House of Secrets 92. This one was not as close. Mm. Uh, we have 63% of the votes went to the winner here. I and, sure uh, hope I, I have to say, it. sorry. No, sorry. Uh, I have to say, uh, Marcus loves the uh, Marvel team up cover because it's just so crazy. Ah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Was this one easy for you, Pat? No? Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty easy. Yeah, me too. That's why, you know, I'm, I'm going to predict where this land, which direction this landslide went. Well, I'm not going to say it out loud, but I think uh, I know. So maybe Mark would be sad. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. Let's see it, Mike. Yeah, there, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so you have House of Secrets 92. Karen has no care in the world about any of these. Apparently, yeah. Here, <laughs> what do you think of that one? Is Karen still here? Yeah, Karen left. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jessica. Oh, <clears throat> I was just getting ready to read that paragraph. Karen's on a delay today. <laughs> All right, moving on, Mike. What about? Yeah. Hold on. There we go. Jessica's back. Uh, <laughs> the House of Secret comics reminds me of the old Nancy Drew books I read as a kid. Yeah, definitely. It definitely has that look. Don't you agree, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome, by the way. Yeah. All right. Oh, hey, that's Karen. Karen's reaction was so late. I don't know whether that was for the first one or the <laughs> second one. All right, up next. Up next, we have GI Combat 110 versus Vader Down number one. And the winner here had 60% of the vote. Wow. A little bit closer than last time. Yeah, this one's actually a little bit closer than I thought it would be. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know, and just to let everybody but, know, we're dealing with a delay issue. Well, well, Mike mentioned it a little bit already, but we're dealing with a delay issue. I think that's definitely affecting us. And maybe Karen's got it going on, too. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a delay. I've got broken audio. This is awesome. Maybe this is... <laughs> you know, I think this, this matchup is a perfect kind of this this epitomizes what cover combat five is about these could not be more polar opposite if they tried of course so i feel like you know and you guys you know tell me your opinions i feel like we're you know how how round one goes 
is the way cover combat five goes you know what i'm saying i mean if you know whatever falls by the wayside makes it through you know that's what's gonna i mean obviously that's what's gonna win but i'm just saying you know i think it's we're gonna see tendencies to see where this is gonna end up don't you guys agree mike or pat yeah we'll see yeah i don't know yeah. Well, I did say I did say I think last week that the uh, old school holds up a little bit better than we act sometimes. Maybe, maybe who knows? Right. Yeah, I might be shocked in this one right here, right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. And it was it was a sixty percent, you know, sixty forty. That's that's pretty close. It's only a few votes difference there. So, um, yeah. So let's see. Let's see if that old school stands up. And. It did not. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's Vader down, number one, victorious over GI Combat. So, which I'm um, happy about that. I, need, I love this Vader Vader cover. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. I'm I'm a more of a fan of old school looks, but uh, you know, it's hard to argue with this. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, if I can get like a cue or like knock or snap or whistle whenever the picture changes. I'll start reacting like I typically do. I think I'm throwing you off. There, the delay is throwing you off, and then my re my lack of reaction is throwing you off too. Sorry about that, Mike. I'll we'll hook right, it up this yeah. time. All right. All right, our next matchup. Uh Weird War Tales six versus X-Men Legends number one is the uncanny x-men variant homage once yep. again this was another close one 60 percent of the vote went to the winner here hmm. huh well that's cool though yep i mean yeah these old school covers are great it's just i'm i'm i lean more towards the newer style you know but uh i can appreciate okay. this old stuff this is a great cover that's for sure but this uncanny x-men is one of my favorite ever so you know that's the problem for me here yeah yeah it's hard to you know go against art adams and we had someone comment on the post what an x-men cover i've never seen well this actually is an uncanny x-men this is x-men legends right right yeah this is x-men legends which is frustrating i don't know why they do that because yeah, why don't they just people? have this exact cover but to have it say X Men Legends instead of Uncanny X Men, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Anyway, so uh, with sixty percent of the vote, our winner is all right. There we go. Was that good? Art Did Adam. you tell we saw at that time? Yeah. All right, good. Who won? So we Art Adams with X-Men Legends number one. Really surprised me on this one. I thought that uh, Weird War Tales would do pretty well. It was the matchup, Mike. I, I, yeah. It needed to be yep. matched up against GI Combat, and it would have won. Mm-hmm. 
All right. And next up, we have Chamber of Chills 19 versus Fable number eight. Our winner here, uh, this one was a little bit larger of a victory. Uh, 67% of the vote went to the winner. The Strangling Bengal versus the Small <laughs> Lady Through a Wine Glass. Got it. There. Yep. And this, I mean, this one could go either way. They're both awesome. It's just, you know, what's your, uh, what's your taste on? I think these were pretty equal. Hey, hey, Karen, just uh, chime in with a boo or a, or a cheer with, uh, do you think this Bengal looks like it's being strangled as well, Karen? Or boo if you don't think it does. All right. Apparently it's just me. Apparently it's just me. <laughs> yeah. It looks like a friendly Bengal tiger to her. He does. <laughs> and we've all held our dog this way, right? Yeah, you absolutely. Dog. Yeah. Put him in a headlock. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> all right, here we go with the winner. And 67% of the vote. Karen's cheering for that one. I would have bet a paycheck. Karen would have preferred that Bengal tiger over the skull lady face. <laughs> wow. Jag gum. Yeah. <laughs> is chiming in. Uh, she definitely thinks it's being strangled as well. <laughs> like, I'll shut up for a second. So you yeah. can tell, tell the podcast listeners who won this one. Right, yeah, yeah. Chamber of Chills number 19 was the winner. Beat out the... It actually put the stranglehold on the Bengal Tiger. Ha! Nice. <laughs> yeah, sure wish I owned that book. Is this one you All were right, saying with thousands if it was not... If it was, even if it was like a 2.0? Yeah, that's the one I think I saw a 2.0 sell for around 10 grand. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Next up, we have Marvel Team Up 79, Red Sonia versus Obi-Wan Kenobi. Or I'm sorry. I always add the Obi-Wan number one, the Ken Lashley variant. I'd say that's uh, very natural, Mike, for you to just add Kenobi to the end of that. So you don't, no apologies necessary. Yeah. And I just wanted to give you your due because you pointed out in the group that you actually highlighted this book on Exceller Comics when, uh, what was it? What, uh, what, who was selling it? What is the exclusive? Uh, things from Another World. Yeah. When Things from Another, another World was soliciting it originally, right? Yeah, it was a pre-sale. So props to you, Mike. And now here it is in a cover combat com competition. Which who who knows if this uh yep. Marvel team up with the uh, uh did we did we decide which uh silhouette of a character we're seeing in the middle of that front cover? Who that is? Yeah, I looked it up but I forget already. Something like Shuland Gath or something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's the best answer ever. <laughs> I looked it up, but I forgot already. When I, when I 
Also, when I looked it up, I was reminded I, I forgot about this when we when the, we first revealed the cover that that on the cover that's actually Mary Jane. She's possessed by the spirit of Red Sonia. Oh, nice! That's actually that makes it a little bit cooler. Mm. Actually, yeah, I think that's awesome. Might be too late though. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. This one. This was uh, tied for our biggest landslide margin of victory yeah gotcha. um 80 percent of the vote went to the victor here oh yeah it's pretty well, big if obi-wan loses by an 80 20 margin i'm gonna be shocked <laughs> well prepare yourself all right Still preparing. There. There. I shouldn't probably uh, do that because I'll probably mess up my microphone connection if I smack the table too hard. <laughs> yep. So uh, the winner here is Obi Wan, number one by Ken Lashley. That was like nice. a 10 second delay. Yeah, Crazy. that was pretty bad that time. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you know, just at the nick of, uh, you know, if we'd have gotten that info about it being Mary Jane as Red Sonia <laughs> and who that character was, maybe that one would have survived this round. Yeah, Whoever submitted maybe. that can blame Pat for having all that info and not sharing it last week. Well, I didn't have it till after the show. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I figured it was one of your behind the scenes during the show search up things. Nah. So, all right. All right. What's up, Mike? Our next matchup, we have Uncanny X-Men 268 versus Marvel Team Up 82 with Black Widow. The Black, Black Widow, Widow matchup. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, which Black Widow do you prefer? Um, the short hair Black Widow? In that X-Men or a uh, little longer hair. I definitely prefer the long hair, but I definitely prefer that X-Men cover better. <laughs> yeah, yeah my sure. wife actually said, and you know, not to, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter now, but my wife actually said she voted for this Marvel team up because she doesn't like that Black Widow that's with Wolverine and Cap. And yeah. I was like, you know, that's like how we used to know, always know Black Widow, you know? So it's not really, you know, a thing to me, but, you know, to her, obviously just being new to comics since we've been together. You I know, that, liked that short hair, gray costume. Oh, you didn't? Nah. I don't know if I, I liked it or disliked it, but that's what I was used to. You know, obviously we were yeah. used to that for a very long time, right? Yeah, I prefer the, the longer hair. I'd probably, if I had an opportunity, I'd have Jim Lee do a remark on that X-Men. And the uh, remark would just give her, you know, just give her longer hair. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do that yeah. the next time we meet up with Jim Lee, because we have met Jim Lee. The next time it happens, yeah. I'm gonna take this book. I'm gonna have him sign it and remark it. You think? Would he do that? Lots of it. 
Lots of cash. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's, his prices have gone insane. Really? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, what's the percentage yeah, on this to, Um, oh, I lost it here. 71% went to the winner. You know, our boy Johnny's a pretty good artist. I'd just give him a red Sharpie and yeah. his book and say, hey, can you help me out? <laughs> that is true. I mean, or I'll do it. How hard is it? I was going to say Pat could do it, probably do it too. Yeah, Pat can do it. Yep. Heck, I could do it. <laughs> you know, we should have a competition amongst oh, us geez. all. Where we, oh, yeah. We do. <laughs> we There's do an idea marks. for the 100th episode. There is our yeah. first 100th episode idea. <laughs> the rework. Oh. All right, so the three of us are each going to do a remark, and then we'll we'll share them next week. <laughs> yes, bet. Let's do it. All right. I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I'll do. I I, I definitely have some books. I like my uh, size X Men number one out. Well, no, no. I'm just going to print <laughs> this off and do this one, and I'm going to show you all next week. Can you do that? Oh, you're going to print it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea if we don't want to mess up a book. I figured I've got yeah. all our books that I can mark up. Yeah, yeah. No, we don't have to actually mess up a book. We just print this off. All right. Oh, uh, that Jessica, would be the, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Mike, what? I was going to say we can actually mark up real books and then put them all three together and they could be a prize. Accelerate like mark. <laughs> prize. Poor, poor winner. <laughs> Yeah, poor win. I was gonna say the person that loses the worst, they get it. Is that what? It is? Yeah. Uh, but I guess uh, we'll Jessica, be remarking. Go ahead. Jessica chimed in again that uh, she thinks that Black Widow looks like a man on that one. So okay, yeah, that was that was my comment. I I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I'm definitely not a huge fan of that look. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all in a consensus that we prefer that. Gorgeous but comatose Black Widow <laughs> on Marvel team. <laughs> All right, Mike, All what's right. up? All right, so let's get to the winner here. Um, coming in with 71% of the vote, we have slowly, it's on the way. I promise. There we go. Yeah, nice. Short haired Black Widow. I can't remember which one it was exactly that totally shocked me though one time one week during wood cover combat but I will never 100% assume I still have a tinge of fear no matter how lopsided I think a, a, a matchup right. is you never know nope <laughs> Oh. All right, I was getting ahead of myself. All right, our next matchup, we have American Vampire number one versus Our Fighting Forces 120. Everybody just calls this one Hellcats, which works. Okay, uh, this, the Hellcats. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, the winner here had 73% of the vote. 
Hmm. Yeah, I can see this one going either way, right, Pat? Yeah. It's pretty close. I mean, uh, uh, well, in my opinion, it is, as far as coolness is concerned, it's close. Yeah. The, uh, the vampire chewing, chewing the vulture head, hanging from a tree, uh, or the hellcat. Karen, did you know that that's what a hellcat looked like? That, 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 uh line on top of the uh, Hellcats logo. Did you know that's what a Hellcat looks like? Karen knew. Karen knew. Karen knew. Karen knew. All right. So with 73% of the vote, All right. we have... It's coming. It's on the way. Sent. Nice. Nice. Our fighting forces 120 or Hellcats. I actually voted for the vampire on that one. Which one do you vote for, Fat? Yeah, that was vampire. I guess it was too gross for most people. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> or this one just got the feline vote. I feel like that's that's really that's really gonna be a theme with this one. Didn't help fables. Yeah. <laughs> well, because yeah. <laughs> well, that one got the feline protest vote because no one liked the Bengal being strangled. That's what it was. <laughs> Say no to animal cruelty. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, this one has awesome art and the trade dress is, is pretty cool. So I think that that's what helps this one out. Oh, yeah, definitely. What year is this from, too, anyway? Do you have that info? Um, I do, but it's not with me. It's downstairs. Okay. This was... Oh, dang it. You asked me these hard questions. Sorry about it. <laughs> well, the worst thing is I have the information. It's just... <laughs> give me, a, give me a, a bit. I'll, I'll find it. Well, I know you have it somewhere. I was just curious if you had yeah. it in front of you. <laughs> no. Okay. Pat's guessing 1960. He usually is spot 60s. on, so it's probably somewhere. What'd you say, Pat? 60s. It's probably mid to late 60s. Yeah. I don't that. know the breakdowns on when the prices went from, you know, 15 cents to 25 cents. That would probably help <laughs> narrow it down. Yeah. Anyway, it's awesome. I was just curious. Sorry to sorry to stall you there, Mike. That's right. Next up, uh, Mandalorian number two versus Nice House on the Lake number one. Uh, this had a, a very large uh, gap. It was sixty-seven percent of the vote went to the winner. Mm. Hmm, I'm really feeling that this could be either way too, even with that margin. Because I really, the more I looked at that uh, nice house on the lake, the more I liked it. For the artistic quality yeah. reasons, okay, it wasn't anything weird. Yeah, I think, I mean, you've got the contrast. I like that one a lot as well. Contrast with the red bathing suit and the blue. Um 
the uh, just the balance there. It's all centered. Um, well, and the yeah, the how you pointed out the skulls on the bottom, and then the hands mm -hmm. grabbing her or getting ready to grab her, whatever. That it's a very cool cover. It's very cool. Yeah. Did you guys say you know about this book? Like, did anybody get it off the shelf or aware of what it is? Anything like that? It was pretty yeah hyped up there for a while, but I haven't heard much lately. Well, it's yeah, it was a, I think it was a twelve issue series. I have them, um, but I did not read it yet. I think the hype on this one, it was James Tinney in the fourth. You know, he's for that stretch, and I think he's still a pretty hot writer. Um, so I think it was just you know him being attached to it. Okay, you said you have all twelve of these too. You have all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Do they all look this quality covers or is this like a special of the batch? Yeah, this was a variant cover. Ah. Um I did I didn't get this one. The, I mean the the A covers are really cool. Um I, I think this is better than a lot of the A covers. No, <laughs> okay. Karen yeah, I never saw this until here. Hell she just chimed in that Hellcats is from nineteen sixty nine. Thank you, Karen. All right, sorry, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, before uh, cover combat five, I did. I never even saw this uh, this cover. Yeah, me neither. Definitely, obviously, yeah. And the Mando cover is cool. I think it definitely helps it that Mando cover and all Mando covers, because obviously Mando can kind of look generically similar every way they kind of everything they put him on. So I think it really helps this having an action sequence at the bottom of the cover on this one too. So, yeah, where I, covers like this, um, it, it you know it's where where they've got that huge background picture and then a smaller scene on there as well. You know, it, it usually for me it takes it down just a notch, just because it's oh, really? the format and the layout. Yeah, um, so interesting that's why i, I voted know, for ice house on the lake <laughs> yeah obviously <laughs> what say you on that pat does that take away from you or add to you uh usually i'm fine with it especially if it's a stylistic type thing where it's an art design type thing uh this is uh this is kind of like muddies that those waters i think where the fight scene sort of blends right in with the background so but I, I voted yeah. for this one. I wasn't a huge fan of that nice house. I couldn't. I was trying to find a better version, like a real high res version, to see if I. This was this was one cover I was sort of on the fence on, and I tried to find a, a real high res cover, and I really couldn't. Every every no. one I could find was like sort of blurry. So I, I'd be curious to see what this looks like actually in hand. I think it might yeah. might sway my opinion a little more. You're talking about the nice house, not the man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, um, when I, yeah. When I pull these, I, I, I try to find the the highest definition I could. And yeah, this one was a struggle. A couple yeah. of them, you know, you'll notice a couple of them I can't even find a, like just a digital copy of it. I actually have a picture of someone's book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. some of the older <clears throat> books. I guess that's what happens when you get down the road of these obscure variants. It's bound to happen. Yeah. So, all right, that's all right, well, a random cover. Karen Karen put up a comment from uh my lovely wife Jessica. 
And I'm not exactly sure what it says, uh, what it means, but it says, Karen took it away. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure that was the reason. I, can I don't know that. why, instinctually, I feel like that's a jab at me as to why I like that nice house on the lake cover. But I could be wrong. Maybe I'm I'm totally uh, I'm projecting. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But anyway, I just had this to say about. I completely agree with everything you guys say about the the Mando and the whole, uh, you know, the cover being muddied up because of a lot going on with the action sequence in the front. It, and all all I have to say on that is, except regarding this, regarding the Mando covers, because like I said, they they do typically get kind of boring when they just got Mando posing, even if it's Mando posing with Grogu, they kind of get kind of bland. You know what I'm saying? So I thought in this case it was a plus. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, what do the people say? When we if we want to back like that vader down cover is really cool but i mean at the end of the day it's just vader walking you know the gi combat 110 that's, that's excitement there okay um i'm gonna disagree with you a little bit there so G, that gi combat i completely agree more excitement than the vader but i will say that vader is kind of a a very different vader from typical vader like usually vader you just see kind of standing there being ominous that mm -hmm. Vader, you kind of envision a billowing cape the way it was. And yeah, he's kind of marching at you like he's bitter. Real, I thought real it, menacing, I think, like, I guess. Yes, it's a little bit more than what you usually get with Vader, too. That's actually why I like that Vader, too. Right, Pat? I get you. See, Pat, completely 100% agree with me. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he was breaking up, so I didn't hear what he said. Oh, no. <laughs> He's not breaking up right. to anybody else but you, Mike. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's basically right, well, Mike, he this. Said, Mike, he <laughs> said I, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's what he said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get through this. I have so many windows, or not so many, but I think uh, that's why I'm so lagging many. here. My uh, internet's slow. All right. So our winner is. On the way. 67. There it is. Good old Grogu and Mando make it through to round two. Yep. After all that talk on uh, the skulls and the nice house, fails to move forward, and Mandalorian number two wins the matchup. Nice. All right, here we go with Marvel team up. 116 uh, with Valkyrie versus Princess Leia number five. Hey, shameless plug real quick. I actually offered a Mandalorian issue two on last week's Whatnot show. No one bought it either. Three bucks. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go ahead. I know. Oh, um, were you done? Yeah, I'm <laughs> all right. Uh, the winner here had uh 80% of the vote, so this one ties for the largest landslide of the week. I'm going to predict I'm going to be happy here as well. I explained last week that this Princess Leia cover means a lot to me, so I'm mm -hmm. yeah, I'm 
yeah, I'm, I'm really rooting for this one. I'm with you, but on the other hand, boy, I think one of these Marvel team-ups needs to sneak through. I agree, just not this one. Okay. <laughs> we might have more in round 1B. That's true. Yeah, hopefully we do. Well, hopefully yeah. we have some Spider-Man other than Marvel team-ups in round 1B. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. Yep. All right, so we're ready for the winner here. Yes. Big landslide. Six, 80%, 80%. Boom. Is it there yet? No. Still waiting for the boom. No! <laughs> nice. So once again, uh, our Marvel team-up is defeated. We have Princess Leia number five victorious in this round. And not that I don't love Marvel team-up. I don't want to give anyone that impression. And not that I don't love that, those covers. It's just this one more. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are tough matchups. Yeah, they are. There's they're some, definitely some tough ones. And I feel like, was there? Oh, yeah, that House of Secrets, that was kind of old school, old school. You know, it seems like this round has so far has been a majority kind of new school. And it's not even new school. It's kind of. Not quite as old school versus old school. <laughs> yeah. With some new school mixed up in there, obviously. Yeah. But hey, House of Chills made it through. It did. All right. Well, this next matchup, we've got uh, two very modern books. Uh, 100 Bullets number 16 versus Stillwater number one. And uh, the winner here had 60% of the vote. And uh, I have to say, my brother-in-law um, looked at these, and he he doesn't collect comic books, but he's uh, he, he likes art. He went to the Art Institute in Pittsburgh, so he's got a pretty good artistic eye. And he absolutely went head over heels nuts for that 100 bullets. Oh yeah, yeah, it is pretty awesome. Yeah. These are equal for me. This is the one. This is the biggest one. I'm like, man, never seen either one of these, and they're both great. What yeah. say you, Pat? Yeah, I like. Um, I'm just a huge Dave Johnson fan, so that put him in my my vote. Um, I th I think we talked about this Stillwater. It may have just been in the Acceler group, but I remember it. Um, but I'm curious to see if it uh, can pull it out. If if the if the vulture vampire was too creepy, you'd think that this still water would be too creepy. But I'm I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, there's no blood, and uh, you know, kind of grossness. Even though it's creepy, I, I, maybe I think I'd put those in a little different. So, and yeah, I don't know. I actually don't have a favorite. Here. You know, honestly, I can't even remember which one I voted for right now. It was so evenly matched for me. I can tell you which one if you want to know. Yeah, tell me. <laughs> Uh, you voted for Stillwater. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I voted for 100 Bullets. Because, yeah, like Patrick, I like Dave. So the winner was 60%. Well, some of us are going to be happy. <laughs> and some of them aren't. Let's split the vote here. Oh! 
Stillwater number one. You want to say it again, Mike? I don't think you got it watered down there. Yeah, Stillwater number one. And, and this one surprised me. I really thought 100 Bullets was going to pull it out. Because this is such a, it's just an odd composition here. Yeah, it's definitely cool, though. They're both very creative, too. Yeah. All right, our final matchup of this week. Uh, Showcase presents 57, uh, Enemy Ace, versus Uncanny X-Men 136. Thoughts on these? This one was dead on arrival, in my opinion. Uh, I had a hard time. I, I had a little bit of a hard time, because I really do like that Enemy Ace cover. Familiar with it. But, you know, it's up against Uncanny X-Men here. And it's, a, it's just such a, you know, prominent cover from John Byrne and Chris Claremont's run. Yeah. So I, it had to get the nod from me. You said you were familiar yeah. with this enemy ace or you weren't familiar with it, Pat? Yeah, I, I was. That's, that's a pretty popular cover. Oh, really? Okay. I've never seen it before. Okay. What were you going to say, Mike? Uh, yeah, the winner here at 73% of the vote. So, well, regardless yeah, of who wins, it shows that the enemy ace was a contender. A little bit. Not much. All right. So, the winner here, it's on the way. There you go. Nice. <laughs> I think you got overclapped there again, yeah. Mike. Who yeah, won? I did. Uncanny X-Men 136. Karen's... Yeah, when uh, I, sorry, Mike, go ahead. I was going to say, when I hit the button to send it, it reminds me of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when the, the chocolate bar is... Uh, broken up into tiny pieces and floating across the room to reappear on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know you mentioned that reference because you, you saw the new Wonka trailer and you're excited for it. I haven't seen that. I, I saw some rumblings that it was something was going on. Yeah, prequel. But, yeah, not really necessary. I don't know. Prequels are kind of cool. I like, you know, I like the, again, I've said it a million times, you know, I like getting some old lore. See how Willie got where he is. Right? Yeah. Right, Pat? Yeah. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, Karen, I, I want to make this joke real quick, a little bit late, but Karen, Karen messed you up uh that time mike because her delay was because she's happy this cover won but she's sad that phoenix is dead on it you know so right. she's okay not karen don't worry <laughs> yeah thanks <laughs> yeah she is okay now karen don't worry it's fine currently ask me next week and it might be a different story <laughs> right <laughs> 
All right. Speaking I'm of people ahead. that speaking of people that are are characters that are dead and then are okay now, got some Miss Marvel news this week, <laughs> right? Yeah, shocking. That took a whole three weeks. <laughs> you know, did, did, shouldn't there be a period of time between? You know what I'm saying? Like even just. Owning the property, you know, whoever owns whatever character we're talking about, they should put it upon themselves, you know, like hopefully one day Exceller will be a big successful comic. If a main character from Exceller dies, we should have a at least three month rule, something six month. I don't care. It could be a year, whatever we decide, but there should be a standard for how long a character has to be dead before you bring them back you know what i'm saying to at least give it some kind of value because i feel like that does take away from the you know the feeling that you're hoping to invoke with the death of a character by just thinking oh it'll be back next issue whatever you know right yeah right mike <laughs> yeah yeah i'm sorry i'm he's my thing um yeah, it's just if if I mean they made such a big deal about it. Yeah, you know yeah. if you're gonna bring it back so soon, don't overhype it. You know, just oh this character died, with, you know, and then you know, move on. But they made such a big deal for nothing. It, yeah, it's very frustrating. Hey Pat, here's a here's a on topic but way out of left field question for you. Can you remember the last time a character died? that it was a long time before that character was brought back. I mean, the prime example is Bucky. Okay. The, I was thinking, I was actually thinking they did a good job with Superman too, didn't they? It was like, it was almost a year, right? Before they brought Superman back. I thought that was good. And then the way they brought him back, he obviously just didn't come back. You know, it was kind of a story of how he got, you know, back as well. I thought they did good with Superman. Yeah. What do you say, Mike? Yeah, um, I think, uh, you know, I'm really surprised that um, Captain Marvel, the original Captain Marvel, hasn't hasn't been brought back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure what the reasoning is behind of that, or you know, behind that maybe. Uh, I always think maybe it was because of the inspiration for that story. That I think Jim Starlin based a lot of that off of his father passing away. I think um, that maybe it's kind of like they're not going to mess around with that. But who knows? I'm sure yeah. at some point they'll <laughs> bring him back. I know they just did an homage to the death of Captain Marvel cover. Yeah. Well, you just gave them an idea. So, you know, if uh, the uh, wow. people at Marvel watching this uh, episode, they're going to be like, yeah! forgot all about that thanks yeah. mike <laughs> hey i can like to help out the house of ideas <laughs> <laughs> all right let's see the all right rest of the field of combatants um, this is exciting yeah Let yeah let's see if i messed up and, and if I have one b on this or one a or 1.2 or who knows what if this says anything but one b i'm gonna laugh for like five minutes <laughs> Not because not because you just made a mistake again, but because the fact everything else was said one B already up to this point. Yeah. Right. All right. 
um what i did in, in case anybody missed uh last week though we'll just run through this quick I, I, uh, these are the categories but i'm sure we kind of knew that through um by seeing the uh, results so we're gonna uh, so war star wars horror hey spider-man spider-man there it is sorry it was delayed on coming up for me oh, super delays everybody's <laughs> like spit it out kevin spit it out no it's not, i'm spitting it out as soon as it <laughs> vertigo plus hey 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 mike can you uh, elaborate on the plus as well too i got that question a couple times um, yeah, when I when I submitted it to, uh, uh, you know, I signed it to the individual. Um, I think I put Vertigo and Beyond, um, and then when I went to type it on here, it was a lot of words <laughs> or a lot of letters. So I'm like, ah, let me just put the plus on there because basically it was Vertigo. Any 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 books that were or characters. That were within the Vertigo universe um, and beyond, because like Swamp Thing originally wasn't in Vertigo, uh, Hellblazer wasn't originally in Vertigo, but they made it in there. Um, so it, it would it would be it could have been Swamp Thing that didn't have the Vertigo tag on it at the time. And then didn't that work vice versa? And correct me, I might be showing again my ignorance. This wasn't exactly my type of comics. Wasn't the opposite too? Like. Wasn't Sandman originally Vertigo, and then it switched to DC later for a while, and then something like that too? Well, Vertigo is... Yeah. Say that again, Pat? Yeah. There is no Vertigo anymore. They got rid of the imprint, so... Right, so that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, I didn't know if it came back and then left again or whatever, but anyway. So, yeah, so I'm accurate, right? Sort of? Yeah. Um... Sandman yeah, used to be Vertigo, it's now it's DC, right? What's well, Black Label? DC Black Label, right? Yeah. Well, Vertigo was DC also, so it's it was always DC, but it just had that um, Vertigo tag on it. Oh, see, that's what I thought. I was I was remembering that Vertigo used to be its own, and then it was actually bought out by a whatever DC or whatever. No, I, I was no, it was all, okay. Well, yeah, it was always an imprint of uh, DC. Okay. Uh, DC. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's the answer to the question, though, as to why you have plus there is because it's complicated, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Wow. Right. B. Ray, I got it right, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Good job, Mike. <laughs> there we go. Nice. All right. Get to our first match. These are exciting. These are exciting. Uh, we're going to start with Obi-Wan and Anakin number one from Marco Cicetto versus Star Spangled War Stories 81 uh, from Russ Heath. Oh, man. These are both, I mean, awesome. All right. So what I started to do last week uh, for cover combat for the uh, podcast listeners, describe things a little bit. So this Obi-Wan and Anakin uh, has Obi-Wan front and center. And uh, what's that? They are, is that? They're in like some kind of snowy tundra 
with uh, Anakin right behind him. They both got their lightsaber. Well, Anakin's got his lightsaber at the ready. Obi-Wan's like drawing pictures in the snow with his lightsaber or something. <laughs> yeah. But it looks awesome. Both got hoods up and they're very, you know, they mean whatever they're looking at. <laughs> and then Star Spangled War Stories has got a GI in a low crawling position uh shooting it up up at a uh, of course jet coming down shooting at him and you know it's always funny whenever you see this kind of situation you know uh the fighter jet is got the guns on both wings kind of shooting out and of course it's perfectly draping yeah GI in the shots like the GI is laying in a perfect spot to where that's the only place he could be that all of the shots could miss him right yeah so. I mean if the but jet just cool. veers to the left or right a hair <laughs> yeah exactly right <laughs> they're both very cool though I like it yep. and it, what what is do you, do you know anything about this book other than just what the cover looks like Mike no, the artist. Because no. what's the khaki mosquito? Well, I love that. <laughs> oh yeah, I think yeah. I have no idea what the khaki mosquito is. <laughs> How about you, Pat? Yeah, you know? I, yeah, I don't know. I just hopefully he's not at your whatnot show. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> I love that name. If I was gonna start an Xbox username right now, I'd be the khaki mosquito. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy this now to read that. But basically, it's, uh, it sounds like it might be a story of flaming action or an, on, <laughs> on fighting front. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, awesome. that's a Russ Heath cover there. And then uh, the Obi-Wan Anakin series, um, for fans of Marco Cicchetto, he did the covers and the interiors on those books. Oh, nice. And I think it was only four issue series. All right, next up. That looks like it. Sorry, it looks like it takes place when Anakin was a Padawan there too, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, next up we have Sandman Overture number six uh, from DC Black Label <laughs> uh, versus Uncanny X Men two twenty two. Uh, we've got J H Williams the third on the Sandman cover. And uh, Mark Silvestri on the Uncanny X Men, and uh, I I love Mark Silvestri's X Men. That's who was doing it whenever I started reading. Yeah, and so he's I mean as much as great as Burn is, and I mean I, those awesome covers and that stuff. You know, this is I've got a sentimental attachment to the Mark Silvestri artwork. Um, yeah, obviously I do as well. Yeah. First comic book that I ever grabbed. Um, yeah, I'm going to hate saying goodbye to the Sandman next week, but uh, <laughs> everybody already knows where oh, my book's yeah. going on this one. <laughs> that Sandman cover is well, great, though. Yeah. Fortunately for Sandman, you're on one vote. Yep. <laughs> Sandman does have a chance. That's a uh, striking uh, differences too in in uh, yeah. style and look and everything. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're both awesome. Really good. Do you like that Sandman a lot too, Pat? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the horse. Calm down. Calm down. Oh, no. I see a mistake. Everybody look away. Everybody look away. Uh Uh-oh. Is there a cover missing? Yeah. Oh, geez. All right. We'll have to roll with it once we get past this one. Hey, I have to input this right now, too. This was one of the dumbest things that happened. I know this is going to seem completely random, but just I just have to say it. One of the dumbest things that happened during the entire season of Silo. There was a scene where everybody could see what the outside really looked like. And Tim Robbins is like the big baddie boss in it. And literally the scene's up on the screen for like 10 minutes or 10 seconds in front of like 30 people. And he, like, starts yelling at all of them, like, little kids, look away! Look away! Forget what you just saw! <laughs> you know? We just <laughs> created this moment with uh, Mike's computer getting away. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. But anyway. Uh, Pat, what do you say about this uh, this matchup? The Sandman in particular? I want, to, I want your opinion. Yeah, I like the, I like the Sandman one. Uh, even though I'm not a huge Sandman fan, but I, I, that's a nice cover. But in it, but it's going to get my vote because I've never liked that X-Men cover. I, on the other hand, was not a fan of Mark Silvestri's. <laughs> Bye, Kevin. I was not a fan of Mark Silvestri's <laughs> run. And I absolutely hate how Sabretooth looks on that cover. Now I'm going to impersonate... Padme <laughs> from episode three. Pat, you're breaking my heart. Sorry. I can't follow you down this path. Yeah. What the heck? I like Wolverine. Man. Wolverine's all right. Although he always grew him a little too skinny for my liking. But oh. I, that saber tooth is horrible. Oh. Oh. It's got chicken feathers <laughs> for hair. Oh. Oh my god. Oh, now I see that. Son of a gun. <laughs> I do see a little bit of uh what you're talking about with Sam or with oh, Sandman with uh Sabretooth, but uh man, yeah, this cover overall, this is yeah, this is well, like Mike said, it's very sentimental for me. So it's sure yeah, it's in my top ten for sure of all time, but it's probably mostly because of sentimentality, but um but I love it though, in general too. I mean, that's uh, again, this is why I got into comics because of this cover. Well, secondly, because of Amazing Spider-Man. Everybody knows that story. But anyway, <laughs> or Spider-Man is Amazing Friends. Correct myself. Uh, but then this cover, combination of Spider-Man and Ama- an Australian Wolverine, and this cover did it for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you have to say, like, uh, Sabretooth's face looks that way. Because he's, you know, he's punched by Wolverine, getting ready to get stabbed by him and stuff. So those faces would be weird. Which kind of goes back to the last cover combat. Why Captain Cold's face looked so weird. Because the Flash just punched him in it. I was just getting ready to say that. Nice, Mike. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) I love your explanation. Going back and defending that cover and why Captain Cold's face was so odd. Right, right, right. Uh, but my uh, my my wonderful mother chimed in. Pat, you're in trouble. She agrees with me. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, who saw that? Who didn't see that coming, though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think, right. uh, Mike, uh, this is actually the book you threw across. The, well, this, this is make Pat happy. Pat, the first time Mike ever looked at this cover, he threw it across his living room. He wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. It was just comics in general. He, he was at my house. He goes, dude, check these things out. Like, what are those, comic books? And I grabbed it, and I just tossed it across the living room. <laughs> I was like, what yeah. the heck, man? Anyway. <laughs> a couple weeks later, I was like, oh, those are actually kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> Never threw another comic in your life. <laughs> nope. I think I threw a comic book away. I think I threw a... What's that one? Anyway, I can't remember what it was. It, it, it was just a trashy book. Anyway. Uh, not necessary. Let's go on to the next matchup here. Okay. This is exciting. <laughs> House oh, nice. Mystery 236 from Bernie Wrightson versus Marvel Team Up 141. Uh, Daredevil. And this is by uh, Art Adams and Mike Mignola. Oh, man. That's a tough <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's. There's some heavy hitters in art there. That's crazy. I just I saw a different version of that team up recently within the last couple of weeks uh, that I actually thought it was rejected. I don't know if it was rejected by art or by Marvel themselves, um, but I actually like the first version better than this final version. Wow. So just to give a little recap on what these look like, I totally forgot it with the last one. Sorry, podcast listeners. But anyway, this House of Mysteries, awesome. It's got, I don't know the characters, a man seeming like he's getting ready to strangle a woman kind of in the background. And in the foreground, we got a zombie coming out of a lake uh, in front. It's awesome. And then uh, Marvel team up. Spider-Man Daredevil has a black suit, Spider-Man. Are you guys getting that echo? The heck does that mean? Uh, Anyway, uh, Marvel team-up Spider-Man and Daredevil has a black suit, Spider-Man, swinging towards a barrel, a bunch of large barrels of guns because we're looking from the gun perspective with a daredevil in the background and a black widow in the background. And that's kind of a middle. She doesn't quite have really short hair, but her hair's not long. She's kind of starting to grow it out to get to the long hair. That's what that black widow looks like. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a, it's going to be a tough one for me. I love both of those. Yeah. It's definitely going to be tough for me as well. Let's get on to the next one. This is probably the error submission on my part. Oh, no. <laughs> it's there. It was just uh, my computer. Lagging. Sweet. <clears throat> so we've got uh, Zatanna, Everyday Magic. I think this was a one-shot uh, by Brian Bolland versus uh, Marvel Team Up 67 with Tigra by John Byrne. Sticking with the Marvel Team Up theme. It seems by now we're not going to veer away from Marvel Team Up. Right, there's still a little hope. A little hope. I don't. I don't think there's any hope. Uh, what is that? Oh, is that eight? Did you have you been tra- tracking? Uh, I haven't been tracking. I, 
I figure by at this point, if something other than Marvel Team Up hasn't shown up, it's not going to show up. Okay. Yeah, there's still two more Spider-Man submissions to go. So okay, we'll, well see. I hope Pat is wrong, but he's usually right. <laughs> All right, um, it's hard not to love Brian Ballin's work. Um, Did you say what these were? Or, I'm uh, sorry. Did you say what these were? Yeah, is it the Zatanna Everyday Magic one shot versus Marvel Team Up 67? So Brian Bolland and uh, John Byrne. So Zatanna's just Pretty pulling much. a bunch of animals from her hat on the cover. She's just standing there looking awesome. <laughs> Very nice blue cover. Never seen that. That's awesome. Either one of you have that? I think I have it. Uh, I do not. And I want to get it though. Seeing Paul yeah. Dini is the writer, um, that ball and cover. Yeah, yeah. So this is what and I'm the Marvel for. Then the Marvel team up has uh, Spidey getting his butt whooped by Tigra, with Craven in the background being a cheerleader of Tigra in a throne or a comfortable. A comfortable lounger, at least. I don't know exactly, but it looks cool. He, uh, If that wasn't Spider-Man, I don't know how anybody could bend back like that with that kind of knee-ankle thing he's got going on there. And he's chained up, so why she's whipping and strangling him while he's chained? Come on. What the heck's going on there? I need yeah. to read this book. He can't really <laughs> defend himself. <laughs> Over yeah. fire, even. Over fire, too, <laughs> didn't recognize yeah so there's fire at the bottom of the cover which is underneath or kind of underneath spidey mm -hmm. a lot going on there it's usually what's happened with marvel team up that's why they're fun that's why mark loves them yep yep all right next up and this one uh might be a little controversy on this but uh uh-oh <laughs> we have Phantom Stranger number 10 from Neo Adams versus Knights of the Old Republic 9 by Brian Ching. All right. All right. <laughs> well, I think this isn't tech really controversial because we've already decided the only thing that can't be resubmitted is old winners because obviously this has happened right. before. Just old losers. And that was pointed out. I mean, obviously, I don't have Star Wars. I'm kind of showing my hand on that. Because um, I said, hey, this one was already submitted and it lost. So do you really <laughs> want to submit this? And they said, yep. <laughs> That's what's amazing about I, this. This isn't. I, no, no offense to whoever submitted this, but man, this isn't that special of a cover, right? Or am I crazy? Is it really special? Is that why this person really wants to put this one through convince the individual them yeah to the individual maybe it is special yeah, yeah. i guess so yeah I'm, i mean I, i'm probably gonna vote for the phantom stranger yeah me too <laughs> i mean it's not horrible it's just yes yeah, just not a contender that's why uh, a non-contender getting submitted twice seems crazy but you know watch this one win Anybody we'll wants see. to prove me wrong, just keep voting Knights of the Republic through. Uh, so anyway, to describe him, so Phantom Stranger has a uh, 
young lady in a nightgown coming down a spiral I staircase. I think those are actually Jedi robes. No, I'm talking what? <laughs> <laughs> um, and she has a uh, phantom that I'm assuming is a stranger uh, leering behind her. Is that the shadow of the phantom stranger we're seeing, or is that stranger a phantom that we're seeing? That's the question of the day for this cover. Uh, because then we <laughs> then we see a hand, which is uh, the uh, the closest thing to us, kind of like we're the person that is putting out their hand, giving her the come hither index finger pull trigger <laughs> action whatever <laughs> so i don't know what's going on oh and there's a cool bat there's a cool bat too yeah so it definitely looks cool that's for sure and then the knights of the republic um whoever submitted this cover is probably gonna be mad at me that i can't actually say what character that is can you pat no sorry uh but he is obviously a jedi uh, holding a blue lightsaber, but he looks like he's a bronze statue, right? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a statue holding a lightsaber. That's the way I always see it. Yeah. Completely dark. And uh, yeah, like I said, couldn't be explained better. The bronze statue, I think. And then in the background, all there is is kind of bright yellowish brownish storm clouds i guess yeah. maybe oh. yeah. well the cover on the copy uh, gets it right this cover does have a troubled past but will, <laughs> it, have a, will it have a yeah. haunted future also i don't know <laughs> nice yes it does it does actually that's i i've seen this cover in person and that those aren't actually printed on the cover whoever submitted hmm. this must have added those because it fits this perfectly <laughs> hmm. all right but we'll see we'll see yep i might just right. vote for um, this nice of the old republic to be part of the fun that's all <laughs> all right uh, let's do this, it people this no i can't you can mike um, unless you submitted phantom stranger you can I love Neil Adams' work here. And yeah. I love the the style he did, you know, with the kind of looks foggy and darkish. And I just, I just love the that work. So sorry, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, that Phantom Stranger covers all atmosphere, man. It's well yeah. done. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, okay, this next matchup is heartbreaking because... When these were submitted, I'm like, I'm voting for those two covers all the way through. <laughs> and then here we go in the first matchup for both of them, and they are up against each other. So this sucks, but it's awesome. Okay. That's what it's all about. This is the final matchup. All right. right. Yeah, we've got. Is it up? Nope. Nope. There oh, we go. There we go. Dreaming. Yeah, Dreaming Eagles number one from Brian Stelfreeze versus Giant Size X-Men number one from Dave Cockrum. Never seen that Stelfreeze cover before. It's it's nice. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. I'm gonna have to analyze that one, that's for sure. 
I think I've seen this giant size X Men before. That's pretty nice. Mm. Oh yeah, I've seen <laughs> it. <laughs> so yeah, so Dreaming Eagles has a pilot, or it might be a support crew guy. I don't know exactly. I no, a pilot. I guess he's got a mask on, right? And uh, he's holding a uh, torpedo on his shoulder, and a, uh, with his on his right shoulder, with a whole, carrying a satchel of some type in his left hand down to his. You know, his knee knee height, and uh, there are like storm clouds with a blue sky behind the storm clouds in the background. It's definitely cool. It looks like a looks like a propeller. What well, looks like a propeller for an air for for an airplane? Maybe. Doesn't it look like a torpedo? Yeah, see the one end to. The... No, who 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 can put a torpedo on their shoulder? I don't I know. Put a propeller on the shoulder. This pilot. <laughs> <laughs> and this so, is the, this the series so is about the Stevie Airman. So that that's where the date, you know. Yeah, that's a propeller. Yeah, okay. See how the end, like it slides into a a little notch. Yeah, no, on it the on the end it, it looks like the little zzz in the back of torpedoes that make them go. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Looks like a propeller. And you know what? I'm, when I see I'm Brian Selfries, I'm seeing I'm it now. That, now that you said that, I'm seeing it. But that was my first instinct was torpedo. But yeah, I guess the propeller <laughs> makes more sense anyway. Yeah, Karen, I know torpedoes are out of submarines, but guess what? Planes also drop torpedoes. Ha! So take that. <laughs> That's how planes would take down subs sometimes. But anyway. Yeah. And then Giant Size X-Men, of course, has a few uh, beloved X-Men, pretty much every one of them ever on the cover uh, coming at us. The new ones, Wolverine, Storm, Colossus, <clears throat> uh, Thunderbird, Nightcrawler coming, popping out of the page. And the old ones in the back, Beast, Angel, Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Iceman. I, I think, uh, that you know what? This might be crazy, but I think this... I just noticed something for the first time. I mean, Cyclops is in the new team coming out and in the old team in the back. Just kind of dawned on me, right? Yep. It's pretty awesome. Yep. yep. I agree, Mike. That's an unfortunate matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're going to lose a contender. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. What was that, Karen? We didn't hear you. <laughs> there we go. For some reason, she ended it prematurely last time, apparently. But yeah, that was awesome, Mike. All right. All right. Um, Next up. What? Um, what? You ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got... What? Here. Didn't you say that was the last Maybe. one? No. Oh, I, I thought I asked if that was the last matchup, and you said, yeah. I'm going to check the records no. on that. I'm pretty sure you're right, Kevin, but I, I thought that didn't seem like enough matchups. Yeah, but, but I did ask, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, if yeah. I didn't, I I didn't hear you ask that. I'm a, there. You go. That's that's what happened. That's what I was gonna say. Is you you were responding to some other question right after I asked that, but you definitely said. Well, I shouldn't say definitely, but I, I'm pretty sure you said yes right after I asked that. So you were apparently answering some other question though. Anyway, go ahead. Yep. Plenty more. Plenty more. Uh, the next matchup: Stars. Plenty more. There's twenty more. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six more. I said plenty. <laughs> Do we need to start uh, over? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Star Spangled War Stories 88 from uh, Jerry Grandinetti versus House of Secrets 94. We've got another Bernie Wrighton. All right, this is what I'm talking about right here. This is a good matchup. Yeah. I mean, and when I say they're all obviously good, when I say good matchup, meaning, you know, like they're all on the same page, you know? Yeah, so that Star Spangled War Stories has a uh, lovely lady who's swinging from a rope as well as shooting a machine gun at somebody that has a spotlight on her and apparently she's being shot at too, but it's just barely missing her behind her. What Karen, Karen, put that comment up again. What'd you say, Karen? The average torpedo weighs 4,000 pounds. Thanks, Karen. Appreciate it. <laughs> Karen is conclusively saying that's not a torpedo on that guy. So I, I conceded Karen, geez, rubbing it in. <laughs> I just given my instinctual thoughts when I first saw it, but yeah, it's obviously a uh, helicopter wing. Or, I mean, a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> helicopter wing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, continuing on with Star Spangled War Stories, um, and apparently this uh, lady, Mademoiselle Marie, is uh, wanted because we're seeing coincidentally. As she's swinging down from a rope and shooting machine gun, <clears throat> excuse me, while being shot at, it is on a wall that happens to have her wanted poster on it. <laughs> so there's a lot going on there. It's fun though. It's good. It's good book. Good cover. Yeah. And then that is up against the House of Secrets, which has uh, what's the character there? You know the character that is holding that. Uh, sleeping lady that's in a white nightgown there is a character in a brown trench coat brown, brown pants brown top hat you can only see kind of half of his white face and uh we seem to be looking at them against a wall that is only lit up by light that is coming through a window right yeah. you know i'm not yeah. gonna lie this so it's is like a Describing these covers is actually fun for me. Yeah. Like Spotlight and the probably the Moonlight coming through on House of Secrets. Yeah, that's cool. It's good pairing. All right. Oh, this, this next matchup is going to answer some questions. Are you ready? Uh-oh. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. All right. Next up, we have Oh, now there? I think I think I just realized the confusion, Mike. 
I think uh, I was asking if there was only two more matchups, but I know, and the reason I was, or only one more matchup, the reason I was confused by that is because you said there was two more Marvel team-up matchups. I think that's what it was. Remember when that was said, Pat? Mm, yeah. I mean, he said two more Spider-Man matchups, and that's what confused me. Oh, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so this is, the, this is the final Spider-Man uh, combatant, right, then? No. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> we had Marvel team up 141 with Daredevil, Marvel team up 67 with Hydra. Now this one's Marvel team up uh, 65 with Captain Britain uh, by John Byrne versus X-Men number one from Jim Lee. <clears throat> so once again, it's the classic Captain Britain. Yeah, classic Captain Britain again. So there's only one more chance for a non-Marvel team-up Spider-Man. All right. So in the Marvel team-up, we got Spider-Man and Captain Britain fighting on an incomplete skyscraper on the metal beams with, it uh, seems like Spider-Man's about to lose. But just, I mean, what, what does it matter if Spider-Man falls? It looks like he's going to fall off the end of a yeah. beam and he seems concerned about right. it. But, I mean, who cares? I mean, you just shoot out a web and swing, right? I mean, it might actually give him an advantage. Yeah. Like, what do you do? Push me off a building? I jump yeah. off a building on purpose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, Captain Britain, yeah, is holding some... What is that like some... Is that a torpedo or is that a staff of... A... <laughs> is that a magical staff? <laughs> Thank you, Karen. Appreciate it. Uh, some kind of magical staff there. Either Captain Britain is attacking him with, or uh, they are kind of battling to get a hold of, I guess. I don't know. And what exactly is Spider-Man's uh, Spidey sense tingling about? I mean, it's, he's right in front of him, attacking him. What the heck? Is there something else? I think Maybe it's... that's what's going on, Mike. He isn't scared like he's falling off the building. Something, Something's coming up from below that we can't see yet. Right, Pat? Does that make sense? Possibly. Maybe he's out of web fluid. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's the edge. Good point. Spider he doesn't sense fly. Edge. He can't fly. Yeah, that's true. So, and then uh, there are one, two, three, four, five construction workers in the background <clears throat> of miscellaneous perspectives observing this battle with great excitement. <laughs> and then X-Men number one. I don't know whether other than having to explain which one of the classic X-Men number one covers it is. Uh, my personal favorite, Wolverine, Brown Beige, and uh, Cyclops. I think they've got uh, front row seats to attack in Magneto if you'd connect all these covers. To the right, if you don't know. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, Pat, I'm almost afraid to ask. Do you like this cover? Which one? X-Men. Yes, I like that cover. Thank gosh. Especially that Wolverine. I, he is he is definitely more beefy than in that 222 on that one, though. Yeah. Jim yeah. Lee X-Men fan, yes. Mark Silvestri X-Men fan, not so much. Dagger. 
I'm gonna have to. I'll, I'll practice coping with that all day today. But anyway, uh, what say you about uh, Marvel team up? What, what about that? Oh, sorry. Uh, I like. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's another Marvel team up cover. Um, I do like it, but you know, well, I don't know. I can't wait to hear from whoever submitted all these for Spider-Man why they wouldn't submit at least one or two not Marvel team-ups. Regardless of how much you love Marvel team-up, just try to mix it up. You know, that's what we kind of talked about to have a chance of winning it all. Maybe it's because Spider-Man universe is so vast that they said, you know what, I'm just going to narrow it right down to Marvel Ah, team-ups. That would be an easier way to pick. That would be logical. Yeah, we'll Mike, see. do you like both of these? <laughs> What's that? Do I like both of them? Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. Uh, the uh, the X Men books. It's just I've seen them so many times that the I mean they're awesome. I don't want to talk bad about them, but I just get bored with it. I don't know. <laughs> we shouldn't. It's kind of like a. Uh... You know, uh, Picasso, you know, it it just, it transcends time no matter how many times you see it. Yeah. And I love connecting covers. So I I do love it. But, uh, and you love Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. Incidentally, I tried to sell one of these on the whatnot show recently. (laughs) It didn't go. (laughs) FYI, three bucks. There are probably still boxes of them out there. I think I had so one I, and two together for three bucks, though. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Our next matchup, we have. This is a good matchup. I like this. All right. Uh, Obi Wan number one, and this is the Tyler Kirkham cover versus Ferris seventeen from Adam Hughes. Said it once, say it a million times. That's why I love one of the reasons I love cover combat. All these covers I've never seen. That Ferris is interesting. Uh, let's start with the easy one though. The Obi Wan is cool. It's got Obi Wan kind of, uh, you know, his hood is up. You can't see his face. Looking at him from the right side, his lightsaber is lit. Looks like there's a wind sandstorm coming from behind him, blowing his uh, robe forward with an ominous picture of some female. I don't exactly know who that is. I'm trying to think because does does this series, I actually haven't read any. Does this series, is it like Mandalorian? Is it following the uh, Obi-Wan show on Disney? Do you know? I don't think, but wasn't, isn't this older? I don't remember either. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this series is over. I can't remember if this uh, was like uh, the Mandalorian book that followed the show. Did you say older or over, Pat? I thought it's it was over. <laughs> Probably both. I think he said older, Mike. He's no, asking, this is this is... older than the show? Is this older than the show, essentially? You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. I think this is the after show. Mm. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. 
So anyway. Yeah, actually, anyway. in my other paperwork, I have the year that this came out. <laughs> you know, it'd be great when we have a studio. You can have all the paperwork you need right beside you. Anyway, so there's some lady I can't say. I don't know who it is in the background. Um, she looks cool looking. She looks determined uh, facing to the left uh, of the cover. And then in fairies, or no, I'm sorry, fairest. Those are, okay, so there's a lady on it that she's kind of, her body is tracing the right side of the cover uh, and she's kind of leaning back to where she's facing up and her hair is down to the you know like the most of the cover is her hair and in the hair is crocodiles maybe alligators sorry I'm not a uh, you know an alligator crocodile aficionado um, but it looks like closer to the ends of her hair, it's kind of like Medusa where it's crocodile heads, but then in the midst of her hair, all we can see are the eyes of the crocodile. Is that what's with some of them miscellaneous sizes, big ones, little ones, big ones, right? Is that what's going on here, Mike? Am I crazy or what? Yeah, it just looks like her hair, her hair starts as her hair and then within it, as it flows to the ends, it's got alligator eyes and then the, the tips of her hair are alligators yeah so what you meant was you're right kevin that's what you meant to say yeah okay yes. thanks yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't think she literally has crocodiles in her hair in the book though It'd be interesting to, to find out <laughs> you know i i accidentally said fairies but is it Ferris, because it's a book about fairy tale, fairs, fairies kind of thing. Is that Ferris? Yeah, this is in the world of. Uh, come out, Patrick. Fable. Snow White. Oh, um, it was in the other matchup, Fables. Oh, Fables. Fables. Yeah. 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 yeah how and, and I think a lot of that is fairy tale, fable stuff. Yeah. What were we gonna say, Pat? I said I had a lot of spinoffs. Uh, yeah, so so if you want to go back to the that losing fables cover, I looked it up to see if I could determine whether she was strangling or cuddling the tiger. And that's Sheer Khan from the Jungle Book. And that's Rose Red on the cover. She's Snow White's sister. So Sheer Khan apparently was a protagonist, but I don't not I don't know about Rose Red if she was good, bad, otherwise. And it, I still don't have an answer to the if she was cuddling or strangling. So if she's bad, <laughs> you'd assume she's cuddling. And if she's good, you'd assume she's strangling. Yeah. So that leaves us exactly where we started. <laughs> right. Well, anyway. We never named right. now. Sorry. I said that we know the names, at least. Yeah. Okay. Not that it matters because it's gone. But you never know. It might show up in another cover combat. Losers keep rearing their ugly heads sometimes. Oh, not ugly. Not ugly. It's not <laughs> ugly. Anyway, hey, Mike, um, who did you say the artist was for Ferris? Adam Hughes. Adam Hughes. Okay. Yep. 
Yeah, it's a good Adam Hughes cover too. I like. Well, I like. I like Adam Hughes work. Didn't I say a couple cover combats ago that I'm I'm starting to think maybe I'm not that much of an Adam Hughes fan? Didn't I say that and you guys were guffawed about it? Yeah, it may have been that one Catwoman cover. Uh, the police lineup cover. From oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> What's funny is it was a story when uh, uh, Kevin and I were at Baltimore Comic Con. We had uh, we were walking up a table and Jeff Lemire's table was right here, and there was this long line that started. I don't know if anybody can see. Start way back like this, and it was coming up, and it and, you know kind of looked like it may have been going to Jeff's, and Kevin went to Jeff Lemire and says, "Is this line for you?" And he said, "No, no, no. This is for Adam." And Adam Hughes was like a half a mile back, <laughs> right? And his line was just so long, and and uh, you know. I felt bad for for Jeff. I mean, yeah. they're, they're different uh, different artists and, and different creators and stuff. You know, uh, have different fans. But yeah, Adam's line was you know a block Crazy long, one. and yeah. uh, we were able to walk uh, gratefully on my part. I was able to walk right up to Jeff's table, and you know, you could sit there and talk to him. So it was it was great. I was I was glad that it wasn't a line for him for my yeah. sake, but it was unfortunate yeah. for Jeff that. That's unfortunately that's not unusual. I, I feel bad too for artists that their yeah. table basically is blocked off by huge lines. That's the convention. They should plan better and realize who's going to get these huge lines and organize things a little better. Yeah. 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 Yep. So yeah. anyway, that's uh, that's our, that's my Adam Hughes story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and well, I didn't even get into Adam Klein. What's that? You were saying something. I just said, well, Obi-Wan's getting my vote here. So. Oh, okay. Although I, that is a cool Ferris. It is a cool. But yeah, I'm too big of an Obi-Wan fan. So. I, I, I'll tell you on this week which one I vote for. <laughs> Say it again. I'll tell you next week which one I vote for. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that. I'm influencing all my fans. Oh, okay. Sorry about it. <laughs> all right. I'm just trying to get through this because I think since my uh, this staring window open, it's messing up my uh, delay and audio and all that stuff. Fair enough. All right. Oh, hey, this finally answers the, the question. Um, if there are any other Spider-Man books. We've got Marvel Team Up 68 with Man Thing by John Byrne versus Superman 216 from Joe Kubert. This is a good matchup. Um, what matchup is this? Spider Man and War. No. Oh, Spider Man and War? What? Oh, because that big giant behind Superman's a GI? Is that what's going on? Superman oh, joins the army. Superman joins the army. Oh, I didn't read that Old yet. Dark I was just Steel. looking at the picture. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, fair enough. I like uh I like that kind of stretch. That's nice. My instinct on that was that was thin, but I guess it's not, right? On YouTube or Yeah, I mean there are soldiers there. It's a GI giant. 
Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I'm in. I'm, I'm going with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's yeah. an outside the box right there, though. Wow. It is. It is. I like Let's it. Give them yeah. credit. All right. So on the Marvel team up, we got Spider-Man uh, in the Bayou on a can you know one of those stand-up canoe things. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> yeah. And know. he's uh, got the old uh, pole or whatever you call those, you know, pushing himself down a river uh, with the with the pole in the ground. And he's in a Spidey outfit. You know, he should have like, uh, you know, this is one of those times where, you know, Batman has an outfit for the environment. You know, Spider-Man should have some kind of bayou outfit. He's just looking normal in the middle of the bayou, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, we're, see- we're, we're looking at Spider-Man from behind. And uh, he is seeing Man-Thing coming out of the tree line or, yeah, kind of one hand on one tree, one hand on the other, kind of coming at Spidey. And it looks like uh, Spider-Man's uh, Spidey sense is tingling there. He's a little bit worried about Man-Thing. I actually like this one a lot, too. And it says, Dark Swamp, Deep Fear. Or Dark Deep Swamp Fear. Oh, no, there is a comma there. Sorry. But anyway, and then the Superman controversial war cover. It's not controversial. I shouldn't say it. I'm sorry. I'm just just joking. Just joking. It's not controversial at all. Because not only is there a giant in the background, a giant GI uh, that's completely kind of uh, grayed out, um, and Superman's in the foreground... Superman, do you think he's is what's what's he say there? Can anybody read what he's saying? I need to know what he's saying. It says my orders are to destroy that GI giant. The only way to save our platoon is to break my code against killing. Oh, oh, that is that's the army and the soldier of steel. That is pretty cool. So actually, I'm going to assume, and this is why I asked what he was saying. I'm going to assume that. Uh, Superman was completely wearing a normal army soldier uniform and he is taking it off to expose that he is Superman um, because his rifle and his helmet are laying and maybe his pants are laying underneath him and he has got his jacket half on, half off. And then there's a bunch of other soldiers lying around dead, I guess. And... uh, with a machine gun smoking uh, right around where all the uh, Gatling gun looks like right around where all the soldiers are laying around too. That's, that's interesting cover. I bet you that was controversial back then as far as got a bunch of GIs dead around and Superman talking about killing, right? That'd be pretty controversial, right, Mike? Yeah. I actually want to read this now. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking that one up as soon as the show's over to see how much it is if I can get it. But it was approved by the comic code. It's right there on the yeah. cover. I'm sure it'll be fine. He didn't kill anybody. He found a way. Brute strength. <laughs> yeah, when you find out more about that, I definitely want to hear how much that bad boy would go for. What number did you say that was? I can't see it on there either. 216. I can't imagine. That's the thing with Superman books. Unless it's like a big key. I mean, even the, the older books are very affordable. That's a 12 crazy. Oh. Yeah, 12 center. 
Anyway, I'm guessing, I'm guessing twenty to thirty bucks. I'm gonna write that down. I'm gonna, I want to hear. Yeah, please follow up on that. I want to hear yeah. it on this show. The audience wants to know too. All right. All right. Next matchup. We're almost done. Two to go. Two to go. All right. Now and there uh, is actually only two to go. Got it. Yes. And our, our question was answered. The Spider-Man submissions were all Marvel team up. All right. Karen beat you to it, Mike. Uh, she is chiming in. I'm assuming about Superman that you could get that for $14 on eBay right now. Karen, does it say the condition of that book? Is that like a 1.5? Is it slab? grade? <laughs> That's probably mid grade. I'd, I'd, I'd say uh, a high grade just because of the, but there we go. 15 bucks all day long. Is that with or without shipping? <laughs> Karen, the audience wants to know. We don't need to see that comment though. It's uh covering Mike's beautiful face. <clears throat> Thanks. All right. Let's get to our next matchup while she does the research. Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. Uh <laughs> Hello. Here we have <laughs> um I want to see here how Kevin talks his way out of not liking that cover. <laughs> Let me get my wits about me here. We've got Astro City 41 by Alex Ross versus uh, Vampirella number two from Art Germ. And uh, yeah, go ahead. What, describe these. What's, what's going on? So here? first, of, first <laughs> of all, I'm assuming this is another war cover. Good job, man. I'm I'm very see. This is the war person and it may be me who knows i may be talking myself up right now the war person did a great job you know because the war person got your typical you'd expect war books but then a couple of these outside the box ones this is awesome so on astro city it's it's got an astro hyper dash not and uh but he looks like a fighter pilot getting into some kind of space age jet uh and he's got a completely silver uniform with black boots black gloves and kind of a black vest over i don't know whether it's part of the uniform or it's a separate piece of material whatever it looks like a atomic atom symbol in the middle of his chest and and a silver headband like a metallic headband and he's kind of standing all heroic with one foot up on the wing of the plane and his other hand on the cockpit getting ready to be in. It's like someone said, hey, look back here. Let's get a photo. And he turned around and looked stoic. Uh, and then to the left of him on the plane itself, this is, I'm assuming, a painting on the plane is, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh it looks like Raquel Welch from back in the day or something. Uh, yeah, Rita Hayworth or something. Yeah, yeah. And she's like looking captive and she needs saved. And uh, it says on there, the hero they named the city for. Uh, so this is, yeah, the astronaut. Got it. Okay, cool. Uh, and then Vampirella is typical Vampirella cover. Don't need to describe that one. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> It's a typical uh, Vampire... art germ, Vampirella. <laughs> yeah, typical art germ, Vampirella. Uh, Vampirella is taking up 
uh, 96.3% of the cover. Um, she is, looks like if, if we could see all of her, we could see her arms spread out, kind of holding her cape out, kind of like uh, Dracula vampires do, you know? And uh, she's got blood dripping from her lips. She looks like she has a fresh coat of lipstick on, of course, like usual. Her beautiful hair flowing. Uh, and her outfit, which just consists of a collar and two uh, <laughs> strings coming down the front of her. There might be multiple strings on both sides, but just to cover exactly just the right amount. Might be blood, be but it could be strings, but it might be blood. Oh, it actually is blood, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Karen just corrected me at the same time you did, Mike. Karen says it's blood, yeah. Okay, so the blood coming out of her mouth is going down her chin, down her neck, and then becoming more blood once it hits the collar, which is apparently all she's wearing then is a collar, uh, to where the blood is then going over her voluptuousness yeah. uh, and uh, covering just the spots we need covered to be able to make this a yeah. cover combat cover that we could show on this show. Um it's continuing down her hips too, but then the uh, the it gets cut off right above the other area. We don't we can't show on this show, so it's perfectly placed blood. So, good job whoever submitted that vampirella. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if Patrick noticed this. I don't know if Patrick noticed this one. Um, I like where your head's at on the Astro City, but. Uh... I noticed something because I know the categories. This is actually a Vertigo book. It just so happens to kind of ah. cross over into the war combat genre as well. Cover. I think actually uh, Patrick said that very thing. You predicted that, Pat, last episode. Whenever the Vertigo, which was the American Vampire we were assuming was horror... You said, yeah, I'll bet Vertigo crosses over into war as well. Remember you said that, Pat? Good job. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even take that. I wouldn't even take necessarily take this as a war book. He's an astronaut, you know. Well, that yeah, I, that was the only place I was thinking. I didn't even think about Vertigo. I was just yeah. thinking it must be war because we're now we're oh, dealing yeah. with the fighter plane pilot, you know. Yeah. Because of the plane, yeah. But there, so uh and looking at it more specifically, uh, yeah, he's not actually standing with one foot on the wing, too. He's actually on the ladder going up the side of it. Yeah, I miss, I miss, miss, miss saw that or whatever you want to say. So, it's yeah, he's standing on the ladder going up it. Okay, anyway. All right. All right, so here we go. This is our last matchup coming up right here. Oh! We have Darth Vader 25 from Joe Quesada versus... The X-Men number one from Jack Kirby. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. I'm glad this Vader's um, black and white. Yeah, I'm not sure the thought process, because this is a variant, you know, there's actually a color version of this. Hmm. Oh, really? Okay. Of the exact cover, but just color, huh? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I guess just, you know, dealer's choice on <laughs> which one they chose. 
Well, maybe that person was thinking of me in this because I don't want to vote against Jack Kirby. I think this is the first time Jack Kirby's ever been in cover combat. Is that accurate? I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, I don't want to vote against Jack. You know, but that, I mean, obviously X-Men number one, love it. You know, mm. Star Wars, love it. Yeah, the uh, you know this, this is going to be a tough choice, but uh, that being black and white makes it a little easier, I think. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Darth Vader is coming up, a uh, kind of a cliff, kind of at the top of the kind of the edge, top of these rocks on a cliff. Lightsaber drawn, coming out the right. There's nobody else on the cover. It's black and white. And his cape is billowing behind him again on this one. And his head is not big, so he looks cool. And then uh, X-Men number one, everyone should know that, right? I mean, Magneto with his yeah. magnetic field around him. Cyclops beam hitting his magnetic field with uh, Beast, Angel, and uh, Iceman throwing snowballs at him. This is back, when, Ice <laughs> <Yeah>. this is back when Iceman was a big snowman. And uh, Marvel Girl's just dancing in the background. No, I'm just kidding. She looks like she's just dancing, but I'm sure she's trying desperately to do some kind of psychic uh, damage to uh, Magneto. Love this cover. I have uh, yep. many reprints of this. Uh, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll have one before I say goodbye and I could pass this on to my children. I'd sure love to, that's for sure. That's it. It's on the list. So that's uh, that's the final matchup. We've now seen all forty-eight covers. Um, Very nice. Getting, yeah, I work on getting the matchups up on Facebook as soon as I can today, and let the voting begin. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Now, let me um, see if I close all of this. You know what? I'm just going to apologize right now. I didn't actually. Uh-oh. Mike? Oh, you know what? Yeah. Hold on. I got him. <laughs> I was, uh. I was trying to remove, I was removing my share screen, and I think Kevin was probably removing it too, and he may have clicked before me. So when I did click, it moved Kevin over, and I removed him. <clears throat> I'm back though, right? Everybody can see me again. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to apologize now because I don't exactly have what the prize. Man, I didn't think about, but I do want to have a prize um, for whoever wants to claim. So we technically only have 36 of the 48 left right now. If you want to pick from the 36, claim who you think is going to be the ultimate cover combat champ. Um, I'll probably uh, take this uh, winning option away next week. Um, so get the votes in for the claiming while you can. And obviously it's first come, first serve. Um, to, uh, to claim who you think is going to be the champ, I'm going to have a prize for it. I just don't know exactly what it is, but all my prizes are awesome. Right, guys? Yes. Yep, they are good. 
Oh, and I actually have a new thing too, and I hope Mike, you don't yell at me too much here because just hear me out, Mike. Okay, hear me out. All right. All right. Someone during the whatnot show was like, "Wait, oh yeah, cover combat's back. Where do I vote?" And and I said, "You got to go to the Facebook post and vote." And guess what he said? He, he's not on Facebook. He's not on Facebook. So here's what I'm gonna do, Mike. Mike, just hear me out. Hear me out, Mike. Anybody can vote anywhere they want. Okay, Mike, don't worry about it though. I anytime I see any vote anywhere, so if someone wants to vote in the comments on YouTube, mm-hmm. wants to send me an Instagram message, wants to vote on Twitter, no matter where you are, where you you want to tell me about it on No, don't tell me about it on the yeah. not show. It's got to be a comment. It's got to be a comment so we have evidence. Yeah. Um you want to comment on the whatnot show no matter where the votes are. But it's got to be in comment form. I will put them on the Facebook page. How does that sound, Mike? Does that sound fair? Then it doesn't change anything yeah. for you, but it opens up a big floodgate of possibilities. Yep. Is that okay? Yeah, or just tell them to get Facebook. I mean, geez, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that works. That works. Pat, is that okay with you? Yeah, just for Mike's sake, make sure they know that they got to get them in by a certain time to have oh, you yeah, do yeah. your thing. And yeah. for you to put them up for Mike, because Mike's got all that calculation to do. That's true. But yeah. basically, this is what I'll do, Mike, is once, you know, like, say it was your grandpa, you know, your grandpa's yeah. comments in the whatnot show, you know, I want to vote. And I tell him to mm-hmm. go to Instagram. He sends me a message with all of them. I will go to the Facebook post and actually put your grandpa votes blank. Okay. I just put who it is and what they vote. Yep. And so it'll be just like they voted there. Fair enough. That, work. that works. Yep. All right, cool. All of our millions of fans went, yes, just now. Nice. Literally. Yeah. Right? yeah. Even, uh, I shouldn't even say it, but how will he know the matchups if he doesn't have Facebook? Just by watching the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. you can see it here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then make, to make it simple, they should just vote here on the That's show. That's what I said a long time ago, Pat. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, forget about Instagram. This, this should be the only other option. Ah, uh, okay. YouTube, okay. you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Last time I had said no to Facebook. that, not ever thinking that someone didn't have Facebook. Right. So. Well, that's that's why I wanted to have it on here, just because this is a place you could see it. Mm-hmm. So it was ironic yeah. that it was a place you couldn't vote, but you could see. Okay, so taking all that back, rewind, <laughs> rewind. Okay, there's only two places you can vote: Facebook and here. If you vote here, I will still do the due diligence of letting you know on Facebook that that they voted here, though, Mike. Okay, fair. Yep, that works. So it'll be a team effort still, but easier. Thanks, Pat. You just probably made my life way easier. Thank you. But that is true. That the only place they can see it is here. So why are they going to vote on Twitter if they could see it here? Just vote while they're watching right. it, right, Pat? Right. Exactly. All right. All right. But anyway, yeah. Vote, vote, vote. Tell all your friends to vote. Get your uh, coworkers to vote. Man, I literally want to have more votes than Mike can count in a day. Oh, Mike's gone. 
Yeah. Mike checked out. He's gonna. Yeah, like, sorry. <laughs> I just got. It's like uh, the kids are finally up and about trying to come in and say good morning. Oh gosh. <laughs> I mean, they've been up for a while, but just now. Making their way to you. Got it. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for, um, you know, one or two people's favorite segment? <laughs> Wanted to know what I watched. You ready? Yep. All right. All right. I like to start uh, bad and get better. So I'm going to start off with this movie I watched called, called Disquiet. Disquiet. D-I-S-Q-U-I-E-T. Um, I don't know exactly why this popped up on my list, but this one thing that I was a little surprised by was this is a 2023 movie. Man, I don't even have my stats with me. I'm not even going to bother. This guy is from, uh, he's, he's from quite a few things, <laughs> quite a few like B level things. Um, and he's like, uh, he's like a B level actor in kind of low level production shows and stuff. Um, I probably just insulted somebody's favorite show. Sorry. Um, but man, I can't, again, I, took away my nose. So I'm not going to bother trying to pull them up now, but this, I watched this on Amazon though. And, uh, like I said, it's a 2023 movie and the trailer looked interesting enough. So I gave it a shot. Um, basically this guy's in a car accident and he goes in this hospital and when he wakes up, just craziness happens and he can't get out. Uh, he, he, He's just desperately trying to get out of this hospital because when he wakes up, there's like no one there. Kind of gives you like the opening uh, sequence of Walking Dead kind of feel to start out. And incidentally, it gives you a little Groundhog Day too because it keeps kind of ending up in his bed, waking up a couple times during it. This is this movie is really really bad. Don't even bother. Um, the only thing that I will say about this movie is finally when it did get around to the end the end wasn't good enough to save this train wreck like the acting in this is bad the dialogue is bad just everything's horrible about this movie in my opinion except the end when you get to the end it actually has a fairly okay ending it's just not a horrible it's nothing great so couldn't save it but it's just not a horrible ending um spoiler alert if you want to check out but uh basically this is a life lesson movie about how to appreciate your life and then uh we find out everybody in the hospital is in a hospital dying they are people in the hospital dying fighting to survive whether they want to survive or not and they're having flashbacks in their head of reasons to live and reasons why they don't care about living anymore and that ultimately is kind of the deciding factor of whether they live or die and if they die they you know go to there's they go to hell there's this weird 
sequence where they go down this hallway to this red fire um <clears throat> or they live which means they go to the rooftop and escape onto the roof which it just brings them back to life you know comes to back to reality so the message was kind of neat at the end um it was okay but getting there was oh my god it was so bad i this is one of those things i'd have a hard time no matter how many words i tried to use to explain how bad it is how bad it is so i'm going to give this like a 7.5 bags of, no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm going <laughs> to <I'll say that. laughs> i'm going to give this a two because two bags of popcorn because of the ending if it, if it weren't for the ending i'd probably give it a one you know so anyway that's disquiet oh well, there's the guy's name in the middle there can you read that mike jonathan rise myers jonathan reese myers yeah jonathan reese myers yeah i guess he's been in a few things so yeah and then speaking of endings uh i just wanted to bring up invasion again kind of in my uh show teaser i mentioned invasions so i am going to do a secret invasion and invasion again but i actually finished uh season one of invasion and you know i'm actually going to give this one a similar review uh this is on apple tv i'm going to give this a similar review as i just did to disquiet um a little bit better but similar in the way that if you've heard any of the other shows what i've talked about with invasion and apple tv super snooze fest super slow i had such a hard time getting through this entire season but I will say the final episode was slightly redeeming. It was pretty, it was pretty cool. Um, there was a lot more action. It kind of had a Stranger Things going on. There's a little boy. You, you know, the characters in this show are this lady with the two kids running on the on the poster. There, it follows a young boy and a little girl that's running around with him, and uh, follows a soldier. Uh, actually an operator he keeps correcting everybody in this show he's not a soldier he's an operator um that was kind of in, in afghanistan whenever all this went down um so it falls miscellaneous characters and anyway the little boy is seemingly like uh 11 from stranger things he has like this connection to the aliens that are invading the planet so there's a whole kind of side story there and that kind of comes to a climax at the end that is interesting and the way they play it is you're not you, you see stuff happen but you're supposed to question it whether you knew it happened or not uh but the final episode of invasion season one was uh was actually pretty decent it, it had a little bit of action but it was not like it was crazy action there were still some dramatic scenes and actually tells you in the description of invasion on apple tv that it is a slow moving sci-fi literally says that in the description slow moving and i think slow that's another moving. Yeah, but I, I think that's an understatement. But at least they, uh, you know, kind of prepare people for how slow it is. I just it was way too slow for me. Um, and you did get to see quite a few aliens uh, uh, in the uh, final episode too. You got to see a couple more than usual in episode nine. So it does build up. And um, but then I'm going to flip back to a negative about the ending here. The the ending could not have been more drawn out as to kind of what they portrayed in this show as a kind of flipping the script on you you know uh moment but it couldn't have been more predictable i mean i swear i saw it coming from a mile away but they literally took 15 minutes to to go that mile 
um, acting like it was going to be some kind of crazy reveal, but totally predictable. So I'll give the entirety, and and if for anyone cares, Invasion Season 2 comes out, I think it's August 23rd on Apple TV. I don't know why there is a Season 2, but, um, well, I do know based on the the final episode of Season 1, but um, I don't know. I can't believe it had the viewership to rate one. Uh, but the fi- my final uh, rating for Invasion Season 1, I'm going to give it four, four and a half bags of popcorn. It is just way too slow. And, you know, it could it could have been so much better, in my opinion, because it has a lot of potential. But anyway, uh, then I checked out um, The Rig on Prime Video. Are either of you familiar with this? Nope. Nope. Never saw it. So this is another 2023 production. This is show. Um, as you can see on the poster there, there's an oil rig. And a bunch of stars. Um, We all know uh, that dude, I can't remember his name, to the left of the center guy, the older guy, he's actually in Silo. He's the father of Juliet in Silo. And then the dude over, or the the girl over the right shoulder of the dude in the middle, she's from, um, what's that hilarious, uh, Schitt's Creek? You guys familiar with Schitt's Creek? Yeah. Yeah, I don't recognize her, though. I yes, any the, of the, people. the oh, hotel, cool. the hotel manager that what's his name oh, right. kind of starts dating or whatever. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah, it doesn't even look That's like her. her. Yeah, I know she it totally looks look like different. At all. But it's it, it's, I guess her. Be, it's her. If she had a flannel shirt on, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, immediately you watch the show, you're like, oh yeah, there you know she yeah that poster's not a good pick of her. But anyway. I don't really know who the other two guys are to really kind of give you any uh, thing on that. But anyway, um, yeah, this obviously takes place on an oil rig. And this show has a real mist feel to it. If anybody remembers Stephen King's The Mist, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of mysterious happenings happening around this oil rig. This is not a, uh, you know, kind of uh, adventure oil rig catastrophe type show this is a there's things happening because and the 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 young man on the far right of the poster there has a great line in this in this movie i think i think it's him that said it or this show he's like you know when you punch holes in the earth long enough it starts punching back you know and you can take that in a literal sense like you know it's gonna blow up or whatever but it's not literal there's a lot of craziness going on. This is a sci-fi thriller all day long. I actually haven't finished the uh, first season of this yet, uh, but it's done pretty well. Um, it definitely has some hiccups here and there. Like it's like wide, wide. You know, uh, I said that quite a bit, but it's definitely compelling enough. I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna definitely check out the rest of uh season one and and i could i could see this getting a season two more than invasion who knows though you never know nowadays yeah. uh but but yeah check out the rig on uh amazon prime it's uh, i actually i think i might have seen, seen this a while ago but i chose to pass on it because i assumed it was what was that um oil rig movie that uh what's his name was in recently man i cannot remember one actor's name it's your favorite transformers actor mike what's his name my favorite transformers actor 
Yeah, Pat, help me out. Shia LaBeouf? No, the other one. Marky Mark? Yeah, Marky Mark. Don't say that. He'll punch you. (laughs) What? (laughs) Mark Wahlberg, yeah. So Mark Wahlberg is in an oil rig movie, but it's kind of the typical oil rig action type. You know, they're having typical oil rig problems and and life drama. This is sci-fi to the core. This is Stranger Things. This is The Mist. This is all kinds of craziness. Uh, but I'm enjoying it so far. So check out the rig on uh, Amazon. And, and I only I only said Shia LaBeouf because he's the only guy I could remember from any Transformers movie. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, obviously, me too. Well, I couldn't even remember Shia LaBeouf. I or I would have yeah. said not not Shia LaBeouf, the other guy, the other one. Yeah. The Marky Mark. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, then lastly. Of course, I watched the newest episode of Secret Invasion on Disney, which is what is the second to last episode, right? Uh, Pat, yeah. did you watch this? Yes. Mike, are you up to anything yet? Okay. No, I'm probably not going to because I. Yeah, I know. I know. You said that before. I, you know, but I wouldn't be shocked. You said you're not going to. I wouldn't be shocked if you then do. Right. Because so yeah. many times you tell us you're going to and then don't. So you never know. <laughs> Fat. I want to hear what you have to say about this episode, please. Uh, not much happened in this episode, truthfully. Um, and it it sort of touched on some of the criticisms we talked about in the past, where it really came to a head. Um, somebody else asked Fury, "Isn't it about time now that we're on the brink of World War Three?" to call in some of your special friends he's like ah no i gotta handle this on my own this is this is all my fault and that's that's where it started really falling apart you know it's like if there was ever a time to get some help this would probably be it yeah yeah um yeah this first of all to say your first point I can't believe this episode with only, like you said, with only six episodes in this season that this seemingly almost pointless episode, really nothing happened for the most part. I can't, I'm, I'm going to noodle it while we're talking a little bit, but yeah, really nothing much happened in this at all. It didn't advance the story really at all. I mean, we did kind of learn a little bit more as to what the uh, scroll leaders the uh, radical scroll leaders uh, kind of end game is trying to get what they're calling the harvest, which is uh, DNA that was collected during end game. I guess that's kind of the impression they give you. Uh, I guess Nick Fury used his scroll friends to collect all the DNA of all the superheroes that were in Endgame. And then, Pat, this is one question. Did he put them all in that one vial? <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. that one vial has every blood, one blood sample of all those heroes in it? Is that what you were meant to believe? Uh, I think he kind of mentioned when he was talking to the leader of the MIS or MIA or whatever it's called, the British uh, Secret Service agent, that uh, 
he has many of these sites throughout the world and it's i sort of was led to believe that each one was at a different place but uh, maybe not oh so so kind of each vial has one hero's dna in it essentially yeah, maybe maybe okay. maybe well that wouldn't that would be better in my opinion because i i was i didn't even think of what you just said so i was assuming i'm like what there's only one why couldn't they have it at least like jurassic park where there was a bunch of little vials around a little <laughs> container or something you know what i mean but yeah anyway um so anyway so we find out that that's the ultimate end game for the scrawl and then i guess they kind of le let us know and you tell me your opinion on this path this is speculation on mine that uh they're kind of forecasting how this how they're gonna have this make sense at the end with the the scroll the the radical scroll faction is now completely splintered because the leader of the radical scroll is is insane and he he kills one of the other scroll just for kind of not being approving of his plan or something he just kills this guy kills another scroll and then of course the, all the other scroll are like wait i thought we're on the same team why are we what are you doing why are you killing them so they plan a mutiny and all the scrolls aside from the leader scroll attack the leader scroll so now it seems like it's which is kind of makes sense like i said kind of foreshadowing in my opinion that we're looking at a episode six where it's just going to be Nick Fury versus that. What's the, what's his name anyway? Grill. What's his name? Gravic. Gravic. So, uh, it'll be just Nick Fury versus Gravic mono and mono because all the other scroll have completely abandoned Gravic because he became such a tyrannical douchebag, even to them. Right. Yeah. Seems like we, where we're headed, right? Yeah, when well, we've got Gaia who has the extremis in her now. So oh, that's right. You know what? I meant to mention this. This dawned on me too when actually they were doing the recap of the previous episode at the beginning of this episode. Uh, whenever Gravik is kind of, you know, Nick Fury shoots him in the face in the previous episode, and it kind of starts doing that fiery healing thing. And that's all this exact same healing ability that uh what's his name and all his minions had in uh, Iron Man 3, right? Remember that? Yes. Yeah. That's what it, that's where they they got it from. Yep. Oh, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. Okay. So I'm stupid for not remembering, but I'm not crazy that it was the same. Got it. Gotcha. <laughs> so, you know, anyway, yeah, this I mean it was an okay episode, but I thought it was wasteful for being six episode season that they they accomplished what they accomplished in this episode didn't seem like enough for a full episode essentially you know yeah right yeah i agree i mean it was there was good parts but it just didn't seem to do enough right yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah and then i'm i'm kind of what do you what do you think of so we talked about in the last episode how they Nick Fury had to save the president from the scroll trying to attack him. And I guess they answered my question in this episode too. They were trying to kill the president. They weren't trying to, yeah. you know, take right. over his, his persona. And Nick Fury the entire time to the president is like, you know, don't trust Rhodes. Don't trust Rhodes. Don't trust Rhodes. 
then the first person that goes to the president when he comes out wakes up or whatever is Rhodes and apparently just I'm assuming we're supposed to assume Nick Fury didn't hear him one time it seemed like he was saying it when he was still kind of conscious but maybe not yeah it'll be to be determined whether the president heard any of that because he he, they played it so you could kind of think that he wasn't totally on board with everything Rhodey was saying Ah. but maybe maybe not you know it was unclear and then this definitely has the goofiest scene to me where uh you know where where does he grab Rhodes by the collar and put a gun to his head where are they isn't that in the white house or no they're in the hospital oh they're in the hospital that's right okay yeah so he he <laughs> he grabs road roadie he's got a gun to his head and there's one guy behind you know security guy for roadie that's just kind of got a gun on it he's like waiting for him to do it. he's already got a gun to his head if you were gonna do something why didn't you do it already yeah, i thought that was kind of corny and then to make matters worse in that scene Whenever he lets Rhodey go, he walks behind like 18 Secret Service guys, all with guns drawn on Nick Fury, and says some corny line behind like, you know, like, this is the last time I'm warning you. He just had a gun to your head. <laughs> he, he gets another time. It was, it's that whole sequence right there seemed kind of corny for me. Everything else has been done well on this show, in my opinion, but. But that sequence in general stood out to me as that was really corny. You know, did you, yeah. uh, did that strike you at all? I, uh, yeah, I didn't really put that on my radar, but yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I, I think Don Cheadle's doing a really good job in this series. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's too bad he didn't get a, more of a chance in the other main MCU films. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's really good, I think. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, like you said, Gaia is, uh, that's, and, and she's Gravik's sister, right? No. She's oh, no, that's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But she has powers now, too. Oh, that was the other thing we found out. She yeah. got, we thought she was dead, or they gave us the impression she was dead for a minute. But then she, we found out she actually got the, she has abilities, too. Uh, so yeah, yeah you're, you're sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it's. It seems like she only has the extremis, whereas Gravik has everything that they had on hand at the time. Whose ability do you think he used to kill that other uh, scroll? Uh, Groot. You yeah, mean? that's how I saw. I was like, oh wait, you're not supposed to use Groot's ability to kill people. <laughs> he just yeah. totally, Mike. You would have loved it. You should check the show out. He totally pulled a group moment he shot his wooden biny arm right out through it another scroll guy and killed him it was a pretty cool moment like mm-hmm. check out the show may i just watch that scene that's true you should yeah okay <laughs> anyway so what you're saying and i guess uh you're you, I, i'm i'm actually definitely leaning to agree with you now pat is the final episode will probably be a nick fury guy uh versus graphic standoff right yeah i don't know and, and while we, we we're talking it over and, and and i'm thinking about it i sure hope nick fury doesn't end up with powers at the end of this oh yeah yeah she maybe maybe she'll give the extra to gaia too which i'm not exactly thrilled with yeah you know you know what i thought was ironic too um 
when you, and this kind of remind me, you know, back in the day with Rambo, it was a big thing uh, at the beginning, especially like they really kind of went overboard with it in the Rambo cartoon, where you know Rambo gearing up, is tying his boots and putting his knife in his in a sheath and and loading up his ammo and all this, you know, kind of bad butt stuff, right? Well, in this episode, Mike, you'd probably love this too for a good laugh. When when Nick Fury gears up, he gets his gun, he puts it, he's he only ever carries a nine mil. So he gets his nine mil and he puts it in his nine mil holster. He puts on his black jacket, his black beanie, and his eye patch. <laughs> I was like, wait, why are you gonna put an eye patch on now? Like it, <laughs> like you know, when you're chilling all the time, eye patch seems to make sense. But if 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 the eye patch is you know you'd assuming a hindrance that's why he's not at least this is what i was assuming the whole show he's not wearing his eye patch a lot in this show that must be some kind of hindrance to him but then when he's ready to go into final action he puts it on (laughs) what the heck is happening but anyway mike you'd love that yeah i watched that in the the other scene (laughs) okay (laughs) all right but that's all i got this week um I'm actually watching again a couple other things. I'm watching uh, For All Mankind, which is still great. That's uh, that's a show me and my wife are doing together. That's a great show. I, I talked about it for a minute. When I get done with uh, all of it, I'll uh, I'll give you a whole recap. But everything's great about it. That's the uh, kind of fictional but true to life sci-fi series uh, that's also on uh, Amazon. It's a great show. Yeah, I watched the trailer after you mentioned it, and it looks good. It's yeah. on my list. I think you'd definitely like it. I think you'd definitely like it. Absolutely. Yeah, it looks great. All right, so, so moving on. Oh, sorry. I'm Go still- ahead. <laughs> sorry, so, moving, so moving on, uh, do we want to call an audible here? Uh, I'm going to have to check out soon. Okay. I probably got about 15 minutes. Um, we, we, I can totally ax horizon. We can do it now. Maybe. Um, I'm, I'm good for doing it right now. What do you think, yeah. Mike? Yeah, absolutely. Let's, uh, all right. Yeah. I didn't realize, man, I didn't realize it's already over two hours already. Jeez. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. I just want to rewind to the beginning of the show when I kind of chuckled when you said, I can't imagine. <laughs> You're right. I Mike. That was a good point. That was a good point. <laughs> That was a good point, Mike. Here we go. I say let it roll. We should have pulled an audible before what Kevin watched. Man, I feel like crap now. I literally would have guessed we were at an hour and a half. Sorry about it, Pat. We're at yeah, it's the long early rounds of cover combat. You know. Yeah. 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 It's all good. Uh, And and a lot of this is San Diego Comic Con. A lot of this reveals we're not going to have a lot of pricing yet. Um, And uh, we'll, we'll we'll go through this probably rather quickly. And this okay. sort of, I think, that might tie into what Mike's talking about today. Uh, Astro Watch showed some new figures today. We got Atlas, 
correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, because it's been a while since I read number one. He's the main antagonist, right? Yes. Yeah. And there's also a Atlas Savage or a Savage Atlas version. So I'm not sure what's going on there either. You know, these are yeah. very early, obviously, prototypes, unpainted. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Are they supposed to be unpainted or are they going to be painted? Yeah. Okay. yeah, they're just they're just so early on. Uh, they look cool. That, uh, that Savage yeah. Atlas looks like, uh, you know, something to come in issues three or beyond because I haven't started three. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, this, this was cool to me because I'm a big Voltron fan. And this is Blitzway's... Uh, legendary defender Voltron. This is based on the Netflix series, the new modern Voltron. Again, very early prototype, and you can see that he they show the line forms here too. So he, you know they've already done a regular classic Voltron. Now they're going to do the uh, legendary defender Voltron. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see him in color and everything. I am, but I'm not really sure about the Blitzway's pricing. <laughs> I, 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 when, when it comes to giant robots, I guess I generally try to stick to one line called Soul Jagokin. They've done a Voltron. Uh, I don't know if they're ever going to get to the legendary defender Voltron, so I'm going to be taking a close look at this guy. Um, okay, so we have. <laughs> I was surprised to see this this week. Uh, we have Hot Toys coming in with our good friend modok oh man <laughs> you ready for him no 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 just leave him oh no no oh, seriously seriously um man he yeah. looks he looks cool the other i mean he, he totally looks cool the other way you know <laughs> They should have never taken his helmet off. They should have just had him be like that. No one would ever complain. Yeah. Uh, but obviously you can see a lot of attention paid to detail. He's really decked out. If you're a big fan of this MODOK, you're probably on board. Um, we'll see. I can't wait um, to hear the price of this sucker, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, Jada Toys, you know, we, we know them from a lot of their die-cast lines. But they've been getting into the figure action figure market. Uh, this was their San Diego exclusive this year. This is Evil Ryu because they've been doing a lot of Street Fighter figures and they're getting a lot of attention. A lot of people really seem to dig them. Uh, here's the full lineup that they've shown so far. They're already really, you know, I think they're doing three at a time um, and they're moving right along. Very cool. A lot, of, a lot of people have done the uh, Street Fighter uh, license before. Uh, they're they're kind of cool. They're packaged in like an ar arcade cabinet looking box. It's kind of neat. Um, okay. I haven't never seen. I haven't seen them in stores, but apparently they they are in Targets. So I don't think um, I have either. Um, let's do some McFarland. Uh, they announced a Ultimate Movie Collection Batman. Wow. Yeah, this is when I saw. This is when I started to say. I think we were talking about it in the pregame that. Yeah, I want this. <laughs> I um, <laughs> totally. I'm. I, you know, I have a little. I have a little. Uh, 
reason to like every single Batman. You know, even Clooney and Kilmer. Uh, so I want them all. I want them all. Uh, since we're showing Batman, I'll, I'll let you know, Kevin. I don't think I got a picture of it because it was it was getting toward uh, showtime today. But I saw that they are doing Batman and Robin. McFarlane's doing Batman and Robin, a whole wave of Batman and Robin figures. So <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. I have I, I have a uh, you know a unique fondness for that for that movie, and I think the way we've been over the years about it has just made my fondness grow actually. So yeah, I'm hoping I win the lottery we were talking about earlier, so I can buy them and just throw them in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. They they actually look. They, they, I'm sure they're going to be uh, really cool. There's a build a figure. I think Bill, Mr. Freeze is the build a figure. Um, uh, of course. We'll talk. We'll talk about them when I, you know, probably maybe even next week when I do another. There's going to be another wave of uh, San Diego Comic Con information coming out, so we can probably do it again next time. Okay. Um, superpowers reveals. We got Aquaman, and uh, we've got looks like Batman '89, a classic-looking Superman, a classic-looking Robin, or a '90s Robin in a disco-era Nightwing. Um, we've got Reverse Flash, regular Flash, and I think that's Earth Two Batman. I'm sort of not really up on my DC these days. Yeah, I guess they look good. Not a big fan, but yeah. Yeah. And we got another vehicle, the Whirly Bat. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent. I think that may have been may have been a vehicle in the in the original line, but I'm not a hundred percent on that either. Um, this was in the TV show, right? Wasn't the Whirly the Bat Batman? The TV show? Yeah, the Adam 66? West Batman. Yeah. It, it's possible. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Yeah. Might? Yeah, I don't remember it, but they definitely had a bat copter, but I don't know if it was exactly the same deal. Well, this is so lame that I figured that's that would be the that would be the good fit for it, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, okay, let's talk about some. We're going over to Hasbro and Marvel Legends. Um, some of these may be out of order. Uh, first thing I have here, this was this kind of shocked everybody. They're doing a Marvel Legends. Christar figure, or Christar, however you want to say it. I was never a fan of this line, but I know it has its uh, following, uh, and it was kind of odd to see this pop up. Um, this gives me hope that may, they may do ROM and Micronauts if that license is back in Marvel's hands. On it. We'll sh we shall see. Yeah, I don't remember anything about this, but I thought they were definitely cool, and I always said Christar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think like Christar as well. Christar, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, we talked about the Deadpool uh, Hydra Bob two-pack exclusive last week. Now, here's here's a quick picture to show you all the accessories it does come with. Get, get a little better idea. And I like the posing they did here on uh, both of these setups. That's hilarious. Here's yeah. a close-up of, of, of the other, the right side, the meme side. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so I just wanted to show that. A... Does that does that meme have a short and sweet description? How you just you know that meme? 
probably does, but I don't I know it. Um, this was I don't I'm not familiar. Apparently, this was in uh, from Matt Fraction's run. This is Detroit Steel from Iron Man. What? He's, a, bas- he's basically a repainted Iron Monger figure, from what I can figure out online. Um, not familiar with him. He's massive. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't look that cool. Yeah, I'll pass on uh, that one. Yeah. Um, we have a, a wave of build figures. This is uh, to build the mindless one from Doctor Strange. Hmm. Uh, I, they use these in Strange Academy a lot too. Um, and the figures that you will need to build him are the following. Blade. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, Clea. Not familiar with her, but cool, I guess. It's Doctor Strange's long-running uh, love interest. Um, uh, I don't okay. know. Not not so much recently. I, although she is the, I think she is the current Sorcerer Supreme, or I don't, I'm not sure because I'm not reading any Doctor Strange books right now. Um, Luke Cage, Power Man, classic 70s version, early nice. 80s. Uh, Lady Bullseye. It's the first time I she said I'm Marvel Legends, I believe. Um, in the two highlights, first we'll show the Fist Ninja, which has an alternate skull head from the current Daredevil run. That's cool. And the main man himself we get a modern current daredevil the only thing i'm disappointed about this figure is that it appears he does not have a hood um and i really like him when he has his hood up yeah that Um, does look cool when he has his hood up yeah probably be a pretty easy fix if you get him though it's almost like you could combine Right. Like ninja, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> right. Seems like it'd be perfect. Yep. All right. Uh, oh, there was one more here. Midnight Suns Iron Man from the Gamerverse. Another Iron Man. I'm sure he's just pretty much just a repaint. Uh, he's yeah. He's always an easy one to put in a line. You know, like we always talk about how they can save money reusing figures and just getting a new deco. And if they can slot one of the slots of a build a figure line for a pre existing figure, it saves them money for a wave. So that's probably what they're doing here. Um, we have a retro VHS, another Spider Man two pack, this time Peter Parker and Smythe. The huh. creator of the Spider Slayers from the animated series. Continuing with that line. Uh, one of their big reveals, it seems like they're just pumping out product after product for X-Men 97. Uh, they're going to get some Legends, Marvel Legends scale figures. We got Magneto, Rogue, going around the corner. You can see her a little better. Rogue, Gambit, Wolverine, Storm, and you can see the packaging in the background. Um, on the on the larger retro card with the plastic blister, and finally 
going around the other corner is Gambit. Bishop. Oh, sorry. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, they all look awesome. They look cool. I've noticed that when I'm listening to the podcast back, a lot of times I'm going through these, I say the wrong character. So my yeah. apologies. <laughs> yeah. I like that storm. I don't, I don't recall seeing too many uh, from the Mohawk area. Yeah, I think she's had a, one or two, but yes, it's, yeah, it's not the, definitely definitely not uh, the usual go-to. Um, Man, I really need to get some of these, uh, you know, posable around their waist stand ones. Those are cool. Yeah. You know, and it's even cool, even if you aren't using them, like they have Storm there when, you know, she's not even floating or anything. She's kind of sitting, but she's just not standing typical. You know, you still right. need a kind of a special stand for those. Yeah, I got to invest in a bunch of those. Yeah. Uh, we talked about that uh, Super 7's Godzilla King of the Monsters figure based on the Arthur Adams artwork last week. Uh, now I just wanted to show a quick picture of Arthur actually holding the or seeing the figure from the guys from Super 7. Um, and actually, I got to see a picture of the back of the box, and it is that cover uh, that we sh I showed last week that uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters from Dark Horse. So I just thought that was pretty cool. I threw that in there. Yeah, it is really cool. <clears throat> okay, these last two things are for you guys specifically because you're fans. Okay. Um, I'll do Mike first. We have this company. What is their name? Uh, maybe I'll see when I pop it up. We're getting True Romance figures. Oh, nice. Not only okay, syndicate syndicate collectibles, who I'm not familiar with. So not only we're we getting seven inch figures, you can see them in the back of this other pick. This is a Golden Girls uh, three and three quarter inch line, but you can see there's also True Romance three and three quarter inch back in the very back there. You just see the bottom halves of the figures. Oh yeah, so they're doing yeah they're doing them in two different scales. So you can't can't really see them there. If you're interested in Golden Girl figures, there you go. But I was mainly doing that so I get a shot of the uh, true romance figures. Yeah, I'd probably, me personally, I'd probably go with the smaller ones just for space. Yeah, and price. Sure, <laughs> those are great. Man, I, yeah, I gotta watch movie. that. It's been a while. I gotta need to watch it again. True romance. Yeah, so awesome. If you get a chance, uh, look them up. Uh, get a get look at a bigger picture close up. The Christopher Walken is really really good. The head sculpt, yeah. I think. Um, and for Kevin, getting Expanse figures. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is the only oh. shot I have. It was the only two that they showed so far. You know, they're hiding behind the Sectars figures there. So. Oh man, those are my least two. Well, I shouldn't say least two. There's <laughs> definitely characters I don't like as much as these. I mean, these two are fine, but. Neither of these are Ross and Ante crew. These are, I mean, I could, it would take a while to get to who they are, but one's basically a politician's yeah. and one's kind of a anti-hero leader. Um, but none of them are the crew of the Ross and Ante. So that'd be crazy if they started here. But anyway, I mean, they look good. That That's how they look. They, they did a good job. 
Yeah. It, well, it appears that is that, that it's probably where they are starting because they're the first two that they're showing. So. Damn, that seems odd, but you know what do I know? I don't I don't make action figures, so I guess that's the way yeah. it's done. Start with what people don't want first, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's sort start of like with that. a wimple. Yeah. Sort of like that, you know, <clears throat> sort of like that Silas situation. You know, you, you better start with the big guns lead not leading out, or you might not get to the other characters you know? exactly right that's what i would think yeah <clears throat> oh well i'm noticing the two dudes in the front are, are we gonna get to the, you know i what what are those from mike or pat what are what are those i can't remember what uh characters those oh, are would you say the centaurs or something like that yeah the centaurs that's what it is sectars yeah. sectars sectars yeah yeah okay yeah, yeah. Yeah, not. I don't have anything on them this week. I think they they've been announced previously. They're doing a little bit more in that line. Um, okay, so let's go. We're gonna go to Star Wars now to finish this off. Hopefully, let me ask you something real quick to interrupt you. Yeah. Sorry. Um, how you? So Marvel got the rights to Rom. Not only Rom, then it's a whole bunch of uh, of those that kind of what are they in a separate universe or whatever you know i mean with with rom and micronauts and you know are sectars a part of that and chris star and all that are they all together uh, yeah i don't know Se the sectars has nothing to do with hasbro I, I did i have the name of the company that was doing the oh, oh okay i don't think i did uh uh no i don't okay all right. it's not it's not hasbro though oh, okay uh, it, it they may have just got the publishing rights it we'll have to wait and see if if uh, toys are going to come because just chris star is owned by hasbro so and it, he's had a marvel comic so who who knows where i don't know where we're, we're going with that gotcha gotcha uh, to be determined um star wars black we got a bunch of stuff coming out for the ahsoka series we have ahsoka herself another version um we have Sabine, and we have Hera, and we also earlier this week they not they showed a boxed version of Pre Vizsla. So I was um, I was too busy shaking my head in disappointment. Um, <laughs> Pat, what do you think of that Hera? Come on, what do you think of that Hera? Um, you know. Not even the action figure. The action figure actually looks better than the the, the trailer and everything they show of hair on the show. What do you think? Um, I'm, I'm think I'm kind of with you, Kevin. I'm not sold. You she know? just doesn't look right, right? I mean, it's yeah. I I'm, I'm kind of agreeing there with you, Kevin. Yeah, um, and, and I guess you I guess you're putting it the right way by saying you're not sold because yeah, I mean if they sell it and it works, that's I'll be happy. Right. But yeah, with the way the trailer looks at it, they haven't sold me on Ahsoka yet. I I'm not I don't really care. I don't understand how they couldn't make Ahsoka look like she did in Rebels. You know, it seemed at least just to put in the effort to make her, you know, head antlers whatever you want to call them look right you know so i'm not even sold on soka yet now they throw hair at me and sabine doesn't exactly it seems like sabine would be the easiest one 
you know, but she doesn't exactly look right. So I'm not, uh, we'll see. I know. I totally agree. Um, I, I don't know if it's because I like Rosario Dawson that I accepted her quickly as Ahsoka and I'm just kind of used to her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm. I see where you're coming from with the the newer Rebels characters. They just something just isn't clicking right with me. Well, they better be spectacular. It's going to be another Disney's wrecking Star Wars moment. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Let's do some uh, vintage. We'll go small here. Finish it up, I believe. Uh, this there was. By the way, there was a lot of holiday black series but i just did, did, there was too much um including a django fett with the christmas sweater like we had the boba fett last year kevin oh geez <laughs> <laughs> uh but speaking of the holidays we have life day chewy oh my god <laughs> imagine 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 being in charge of making action figures of star wars and you decide to make one an action figure, one of the hatest, not even one of, arguably the most hated thing that Star Wars ever did, you know? Right? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's sort of, I think it's, I don't know, Kevin, if you can actually say that anymore, because it seems like it's sort of made this turn where it's cool to like it because it's it was so bad, you know what I mean? I, I haven't felt that. Maybe. I don't know. I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I still love it because, you know, you get to see Boba Fett for the first time, even though it didn't look like a Boba Fett. But anyway, you know. But I have fondness for it. But I think I thought it was still the most hated uh, thing about Star Wars. Well, that's Rise crazy. of Skywalker's here now. So, you know, that's that's true. <laughs> The craziest thing, though, is they're making an action figure, and, and they they won't officially release it. What? You know? Uh, they won't officially release the holiday special. Oh, 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 got, oh, gotcha, yeah, okay, okay, I was confused. Yeah, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's, I know, yeah. That is crazy, I didn't even think of that, too. That may, Yeah, that makes it even crazier, yep, yep. It's whatever. We all have a copy of it anyway. You got a copy of it, right? Don't you, Pat? Of the holiday special. Hello. Sorry, I had a visitor. Oh, sorry. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't actually own a copy. I might kind of on my list to get a bootleg because it's out on Blu-ray and everything. But yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Dipping, I think this is probably the last time we can dip back into the 40th anniversary Return of the Jedi. They're doing a six pack uh, in the retro series, so you get all these guys all in one box set. Um, so if you're a fan of that retro carded look, there you go. Man, they're killing the completion. I swear, jeez. <laughs> Do they that. need the big retro button? right there over the character <laughs> yeah i know everybody hates it but they keep on keeping on yeah that's so no one mistakes it for the real thing and people try to rip people off mike yeah as if other places would. they can put it right no i know it's i'm being funny i'm trying to be funny at least <laughs> yeah man what's that guy's name oh that that long neck guys oh man i've always hated that guy Gak face oh yeah yeah 
And, and and the only other one I hated more was Pig Face from the bar or whatever. I hate those two characters. Oh, I also hate the Death Sticks guy. I don't like that guy either. You know? <laughs> but these randos in the bar background characters, you know, come on. But anyway, uh, yeah. yeah. So okay, we'll get we'll get to my tease. When when one has lab ends, another begins. So we the dragonfly Jejo wrapped up. Uh, ended up with twenty four thousand seven hundred sixty four backers out of the targeted ten thousand. Wow. So it 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 made all of its stretch goals. You get all four figures and all the extra bits and bobs for your. Amazing GI Joe six-inch scale dragonfly copter. So, so that, awesome. that, that was a very successful, I'd say, campaign for them. Um, it went above and beyond. You know, with the last tier was seventeen thousand, I believe, eighteen thousand, and it went, it went well beyond that. So, it's Star Wars turn again at the old Haslab. Uh oh! Um, please be cool. Please be cool. Please be cool. It's cool. Let me see how I can dole this out. Okay. Uh, do you want to know the price first? Um, no. It'll well, give me a minute to like it if I don't know the okay. price. All <laughs> right. Let's just start out. Start out with the picks. It is from Rebels, the Ghost. Oh, <laughs> that is cool. They're hitting the Rebels hard this year, apparently. Yeah, they are. Uh, so we'll, we'll run through these. Um, it's huge. Um, it's vintage collection. Keep that in mind. So that's what? so it's in scale with the three and three quarter inch figures. Okay. You know, Ghost Mike? No, I didn't watch the. You should, Mike. You should watch Rebels. Sit down. You and Mark sit down. I guarantee you won't regret it. Your money back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he, I, I probably saw. We started watching Rebels when it came out. Yeah, it's so good. It just gets better as it goes, too. So, yeah, looks good. This is sort of giving you a sense of scale. You could see Hera, you know, in in the interior there. There she is at the at the controls. So nice. Um, I feel like I could just sit down and play with this right now. It's so good. <laughs> it looks so good. There's a lot of pictures here, so I'm just kind of running through me. So stop if you okay. see anything. Want me to stop at? Uh, I mean, they were just trying to show it from all angles oh, here. That's so cool. You know, I love how they uh, have it laid out. You 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 play with it like a dollhouse. You know, walking the figures through the lobby and stuff. That's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, has the detachable Phantom Two shuttle. Yeah, yeah, that's little, The chopper there is is sort of it's it's not really a figure. You can you can remove it, but it's just like his dome. Oh, uh, um, there, there's gonna be a there's gonna be a chopper figure standalone. Oh yeah. Something. Well, they better yeah, obviously. Yeah. There's there's your dimensions. Yeah, twenty eight inches wide, thirty four and a half inches Jeez. in length, thirteen inches tall. So the only thing I'm thinking about is the with the ghost and the phantom. Doesn't look like Hera could fit in that phantom though. Uh, she was actually in it. Oh, she was in the phantom. Maybe I have a shot coming up that has it. Oh, there it is. Uh, okay. There, there we go. 
Well, that obviously ain't to scale, but she fits, so it works. Whatever. Yeah, you could. It was like you know, it was small, but it could fit like two or three people, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they should have started with the Phantom and worked out from there. Right. Scale, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have another an extra detachable ship, which was my immediate, that's how awesome this is, which is really cool. Even like this, it's still cool. But you know what I'm saying? Make the Phantom proper, and then. Right make the ghost off of that that would have been even more epic you know but anyway yeah so cool so so, cool. so we know it comes right off the bat with Hera uh, she's carded they're using the mural art I think the redone mural art from Ahsoka if you've seen the latest trailer oh um, yeah I have. yeah and so what we have is the unlockables are all figures um first we have at eleven thousand backers we have ezra oh man that is awesome the fact that he's got a helmet oh and the cat it's so cool yeah uh if we hit fourteen thousand backers the only thing that could make that better oh <laughs> you get kanan Man, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to intentionally make this longer. I know you got to go, but man, that if Ezra could have had a detachable head, you know, with two heads with, uh, you know, original rebels and then how he, you know, yeah. is like this later, that would be cool. Cause they've got yeah. that with Kanan, right? Did you go to that? Yeah. You're going to Kanan. Yeah. Next. Kanan has two heads. Yeah. They should have done that with Ezra too. But anyway, it's still awesome. Yeah. It's still awesome. You might yeah, see it. It's odd. They, they, they. I guess they chose to be the loath cat instead of the an extra head for right, Ezra. right, yeah. And the, yeah. and uh, the the final unlockable at seventeen thousand backers is Zeb. Nice, <laughs> awesome. So yeah, I see this, that. I see that getting backed all the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll get to the numbers here in a second. Here, here, I just want to show they. This was from today. Oh. so you could get kind of a sense of how large it actually is around people wow. yeah yeah i didn't even yeah that's perfect thanks for sharing that because that i didn't get even though you say the dimensions yeah you don't get a sense in, like you said until you see it around people that's awesome right uh there's another shot one of the designers actually taking the shuttle off the top and holding it in his hand you can see again just you know it's a massive piece of uh Star Wars there. So, um, let's just go back to this pick. So the numbers, Kevin. All right. See, that's what I wanted that. I wanted to enjoy it. Now, now, now you're going to break my heart. Probably. <laughs> Do you want to know the, where we have to get to, or you just want to know the cost first? <laughs> yeah. I want to, I want to, yeah. Start from the lowest and work your way up. Looks like Mike's prediction is 600. That's my prediction. Okay. okay. Um, they need 8,000 backers. Okay. Okay. As of this morning, they already had 5,200. Piece of and cake. It's going to set you back. Mike, what are you talking about? 600. It's only no. 500. Only 500. Nice. Oh. This played out perfectly. Thank you, Mike. 
Because if you just said 300, it'd be like, oh, 500. You said 600. So now I'm like, oh, 500, not too bad. Good job, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> that actually isn't too bad. Yeah, I mean, for, for what it is, it's it's huge. Yeah, I mean, look how big that thing is. Yeah. So you got to have the money and you got to have a place to put it. And you, you got to get all this decided by September 6th. That's when the campaign ends. So plenty of time. We'll see how many of these stretch goals they can hit. I mean, it's a long way to go to get to 17,000 to get Zeb, the final figure they're offering. But, yeah. you know, we'll I don't know. We'll keep track of it as always and see how it does. It's definitely going to fun. Whether they hit all the tiers, we'll see. I think they will. My life might be changing that I might be uh, optimistically thinking about seriously doing this. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I gotcha. I'm seriously thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else they need to do is they just need to do this for all the ships. Just, you know, oh. All right, guys, with that, that's all I have for the horizon. I, I may have missed something in there. But since San Diego Comic-Con has today and tomorrow yet to go, there may be yeah. even enough to uh, to fill up next week's with all San Diego. So we'll see on next show how, how we do. San Diego part two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thanks for yeah. You definitely stayed later than you said you you were gonna, Pat. I appreciate it. Sorry about running so long, and uh, yeah, hopefully uh, none of your family are mad at us. So I'm just worried about if they're gonna be mad at me. I don't yeah, care. Well, yeah, that's too. <laughs> they can be mad at us. We don't have to deal with it every day. So wait, so you're saying I can just blame it on you guys? Yes, I'm fine with. All that. right, yeah, perfect. Yeah, you, you can blame it on us. <laughs> perfect see you guys next see you guys next time i got a jet all right man, all right, have, man. have a good one <laughs> see ya. mike i am uh i'm actually starting to get worried about you right now being mad at me because we're at three hours already gum. i literally yeah. had no idea this this show more than any other show we've had I had no idea we were at two and a half. I would have predicted an hour and a half. Because usually it doesn't cover combat take about an hour. And then I just finished my What Kevin Watched. Well, yeah, but you're describing every cover. That literally takes like 20 seconds of cover. No. <laughs> it's probably a minute to a minute and a half of cover on some. I would guess a minute. Let's say it's a minute of cover. And there were 24 covers. That's 24 minutes there. That's true. So, that's yeah. true, but I feel like it's I okay, yeah, that that that's true. We'll have to consider that for the future. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did I, mean, I definitely still want to do that, that, but we should probably adjust the show to where it isn't uh the same format when we're doing the first two rounds then, you know. Yeah. 24 matchups too. We talked about 24 matchups. Yeah. So it was I think it I think that segment went really long. Well, obviously 2 hours. Because yeah, my yeah. what Kevin watched wasn't that long. Yeah. No. no. It'll get short anyway. <laughs> yeah. So let's then just roll through these things real quick then. To try to yeah. keep it under maybe three and a half is the goal here at this point. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Marcus is already wanting to, he's like, I want to play Xbox, but he can't because yeah. I'm sitting right beside his Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Mark. Let's, let's uh, run through this for Mark's sake then. So, so you're up, Mike. Here we go. All right. All right, what we got? All right, uh, this week's pick three. Um, here we go. Uh, we'll start off. Uh, so here are ten covers uh, for books coming out Wednesday, July twenty sixth, and the Excel Group and our families have selected our three favorites. And we'll start off with Incredible Hulk number two by Nick Klein. Uh, Batman Adventures Continues, number seven, by Juan, Juan Ferreria. And uh, I was going to do uh, Exo Manowar, but it actually got, uh, I think, bumped a week after I had written it down. Uh, so I ended up uh, replacing it with uh, Conan, number one, by Art Germ. Oh, wow. And then, yep. Uh, then we have Scorched, number 20, Von Randall. Uh, Silk number three, uh, Nayang Wu. And it's funny because I, I put this, I knew this was going to appeal to somebody in the group and I nailed it. Um, and then we've got Avengers number three, another Mark Brooks uh, corner box variant. Then Danny Ketch Ghost Rider number three, Sergio Davia. Uh, Daredevil and Echo number three, Phil Noto. And Venom, the uh, number 23, the George Perez variant. And Horror Comics 26, Brian Denham. So that wraps out. That's 10 of 677 covers. Wow. That's including variants. It's including trade dress, without trade dress, all that. Well, that explains why. Yeah, that explains why, in my opinion, this was another great week. And I know of a couple of people you mentioned, you're thinking of someone in particular, I'm assuming about Silk. I know of, of others that li- liked it a lot in the top three as well. So, mm-hmm. yep. So, uh, thanks. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I had fun with this one. And it's funny, Tom was pointing out that uh, yeah. the, the Venom <laughs> has uh, uh, Dr. Doom on it. Um, I think. I think I think Doom may have been in Venom a few issues ago. Uh, I'm not reading it. Tyler would know more. And Tyler, yeah, is is Doctor Doom in yeah. Venom or what? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, of the uh, ten, that is that is the only one that wasn't on my radar to vote for. Actually, yeah, I just I like the Doom. I know he's on a throne, and Patrick would have uh, words. Um, yeah, that's what I was. I, I like yeah. pose. Yeah. So that's why it went up. But uh, all right, let's start with uh, the third place cover. We have Conan, the Barbarian, number one. Very nice. I voted for this. This is who did you say this was? Is Dynamite doing this series? Titan. I think Titan. Titan. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So man, I sure hope that's not Conan though. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> well, it was I was I was uh there was a really nice Dan Panasian uh Dan Panosian uh Conan cover, but it was just Conan, no background. Uh, it was a really good piece of work, but uh um this one just had uh um backgrounds to it and uh yeah. i like what art drum's doing he seems to be panning out more a lot of his stuff used to be real close up uh now he's getting more uh almost three-quarter body shots and things like that so okay yeah this is very cool i voted for it yep then uh next up we had ghost rider danny catch ghost rider uh number three very nice this is excellent. Yeah. I don't think I voted for this one. It's definitely, it was tough not to vote for it though. It's great. Yep. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Right now, since I'm reading Ghost Rider and then the Wolverine Ghost Rider stuff, it's all over my radar. Everything Ghost Rider looks good to me. I used to. Yeah, it's appealing more to you. Yeah, got it. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that nail? Sorry, say it again. It might be the '90s stuff. I really didn't like the look of Ghost Rider in the '90s. Uh, um, so I think that's why I was just like, I don't want anything to do with it, but now it's kind of catching in, catching on. Well, yeah, I mean, and when you, it's like we always say, when you read it, it just makes everything more appealing to you too, right? I mean, it's, yeah, read these exactly. Books. Yeah, yeah. All right. And, uh, ultimately number one, and it was, <laughs> sorry, Karen, cut you off there a little bit. What'd you say, Mike? Cut off. I didn't even hear the symbol. Yeah. <laughs> um, the number one book was my favorite of the 10. And it is oh. <laughs> Batman Adventures Continues. <laughs> what? Did I do something wrong? No, was, I think what just happened there, though, was Karen prematurely cut herself off because you started talking. Oh. And so she didn't do the symbol. And she was going to wait for you to kind of build up oh, okay. to then do the symbol and show it. You just show <laughs> There it is. Yeah. Well, my sound keeps cutting out here and there. So I just thought I missed the end of it. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. That is a great cover for many reasons. I mean, obviously the art's just great, but the action's great. The layout's yeah. great. Yeah. I love it. It's great. And, and what's funny, this being my favorite, and earlier I said I'm not a big fan of those covers that kind of have a picture here, but then another picture as a background. Yeah. I just broke all my rules. <laughs> right. So we awesome. talk about that all the time anyway. Yeah. 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 It's like, I don't like that, except for in this case. I did. <laughs> right. Right. So, so those are the big three. Yeah, man. I, you know... I was just talking to you about how a major purge is happening with my collection and uh, mm -hmm. one of it, especially with Batman, having Batman a detective already, I've decided to not go with any offshoot titles of Batman at all, but man, this is the toughest one for me to drop. And then you show a great cover like that. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. love it. Love it. It's great. That was, that was it. Yeah. It's all right. Very to, nice. Just for the cover. You know, say, say that again, Mike. To, it's hard, you know. I, like, like you, I'm trying not to trying to whittle down on what I get, get rid of some other stuff, and then I'm looking at this going, I love this cover. I I want this, but I'm not going to buy it just for the cover. I'm not getting this title. 
it is very tough to not buy a book just for its cover. That's for sure. And we know a lot of people that don't even read comics. They just buy comics for the covers, period. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's we have, three for this week. Great job. Great job. I would uh, like to hear Patrick's maybe uh, when he's watching this later, he can comment on the comics, uh, comments about uh, what he thought of those 10. Uh, I'm always yeah. interested to hear whether, uh, you know, obviously they your 10 books. So I always assume you pretty much like almost all of them. But especially in a week that's particularly like this, especially like I looked at these and I'm just looking, I'm like, oh, 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 the whole time. It's like painfully awesome. And then when I show it to my wife and my daughters and we're all like, oh, geez, oh, man, that's oh, it's, it was a great week. It was a great week. So. Yep. Karen, get her votes in again this week. Yes, she did. Awesome. Yep. All right. Moving right along. Comic book reviews. Your first, Mike. Cool. All right. All right, let's go. So... I'd like to say this week, but it was actually this morning. I, uh, <laughs> so I've got other books that I'm halfway through reading. I, I, I pulled out the Incredible Hulk number one to read that one. I read a few pages of that and I was like, man, this is just, I need something that I can read that's quick and easy to review since I was doing it this morning. So we've got uh, King Kong, The Great War number two uh, by Alex Cox and Tommaso Bianchi is the artist there. Um, and it, what it seems like is each issue uh, is going to be one day. You know, mm. one was the first day of uh, the survivors from the shipwreck, uh, U-184. This is uh, day two, and they're on this uncharted island. Um, let's see. Did you review so number one? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, so after their... Uh, their you know, their shipwreck and their first encounter with King Kong where they had lost, uh, they lost multiple men on the shipwreck. They lost one man with their first encounter at King Kong. They uh, begin their trek to uh, a mountain peak off in the distance that they're guessing is going to be about a two day walk. Um, and I just wanted to point out some of the artwork. Um, I love the artwork here. It's just really great. That's the peak they're walking to. Okay. And, uh, and then here's other. So as on their on their way through this swampy area, uh, they lose a couple more guys. They run into some weird swamp-like creature, and uh, they shoot the tentacles off. It kind of reminds me of the uh, Peter Jackson King Kong, where they're down there with the insects just just blasting away with machine gun fire and everything. That's what these yeah, few sounds pages. Are it sounds like this is really following in line with the Peter Jackson King Kong so far. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually not, it's based on, um, a book I'm trying to remember the, the writer. I have it. I can't remember. I'll have it next. I'll have it with issue number three. What's the um, great war reference. Do you know why it's called the great war yet? World war one. 
Oh, so this that's is just taking take place during World War One. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because this U-boat, which I said last time, this U-boat wasn't actually commissioned until late in World War II. So, oh, right, uh, right. Yeah, was, I remember yeah, that. you remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, they're they're encountering some of these swamp creatures. And the only, I mean, we get more King Kong on the cover than we get inside this book. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> The only thing we get in this issue is just, and even in issue one, it was just a page, a boom, and it's done. And this, he's kind of just passing as they're crouched, hiding, and we get like the silhouette of the back of his head. Um, so, you know, it's not a lot is happening. The, this whole issue is just them, you know, on their on their day two, trying to get to that peak, and that it finishes with them camping, uh, what it looks like in in a uh, large footprint. As they pan out at the end but uh, that's it so maybe this is just a kind of a slow build up and a slow burn uh this issue was not very exciting even with their encounter with the this giant swamp thing it wasn't overly exciting um like i said we get more kong on the cover than we do within the book um hmm. so it was i would say there's barely even a cameo of king kong in this issue wow. <laughs> so so this one i really have no opinion on it um, I'm, I'm hoping that it's kind of just a slow buildup and it'll have this huge explosive uh, finale, you know, but right now this one was not much, but the artwork's that's, great. <clears throat> that's kind of like how uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong was too. It took a long time to get to Kong yeah. in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where so i guess if you got number one definitely get number two and definitely get number three to see where it's going but uh yeah it's kind of dragging its feet hey and a side note too i've been kind of pitching a game tabletop gaming a lot with comics and collectibles yeah. in the crawl space lately uh, i just want to tell you so that game me and pat were talking about king of tokyo they actually have right. a king kong expansion for that so i'm gonna buy that just for you buddy just so you play that All game right. with me yeah <laughs> all right so that's a we'll see basically yeah we'll see where it goes all right i continued my journey uh with um where'd all my stuff go you must have added a lot of that stuff after the fact but anyway um, I thought I was at the bottom, but here I got, I read, uh, monstrous and I actually only got time to read one. Um, so, which is good because then it gets me back to an even number. I've got two more left in, I'm reading the trade paperback volume two. Uh, this is issue 10, uh, you know, chapter 10 for the trade paperback, but this is what the cover looks like uh, for issue 10. And, uh, to recap, Briefly about Monstrous as follows, follows uh, Micah's journey to answer a lot of unanswered questions about her mother and uh, this demon godlike being that's kind of inside her. I keep comparing it to like, you know, Venom in the uh, movie Venom. Um, it actually talks to her. They work together to kind of survive. And she's got some uh, help with her in this in this world where... Uh, people like her are hated, uh, where she's kind of a hybrid of, uh, you know, 
there's a whole bunch of them. There's hybrids of animals and humans, and then there's just humans that have monsters in them. And Mike is kind of like that. Um, and basically, uh, where we left off in the last issue, I reviewed. Um, they were headed to the Isle of Bones because that's the next place that uh, Micah needs to go to. Uh, to answer questions, like I said, about her mother and about the demon godlike thing that's inside of her that she wants out to just kind of be normal. And uh, they were on a ship over the last two ep- or last two issues, I think. Um, and you know, she was she found out there's actually people trying to kill her and prevent her from going to the Alabones. And it was actually a cool scene where she's starting to try to protect people from the demon inside her. Because when the demon inside her is hungry, it comes out and it eats people. So I mentioned in the last issue too, which is very cool and has something to do with this issue. Um, mer- there were uh, mermaids in the water. And Mike actually jumps into the water when her demon's hungry to let the demon feed on the merfolk. Uh, instead of the crew of the ship she's on that are you know, helping her get to the Isle of Bones. And, uh, this, this, uh, unlike, or, um, uh, kind of similar to your, uh, King Kong, this, uh, not a lot happens in this one. She does arrive at the Isle of Bones and there's a lot of creepy stuff and there's a lot of creepy talk. And like I said, she has this kind of super wise cat, uh, person or cat creature in her group that, kind of knows all the history of stuff. So he's kind of talking about stuff uh, as we approach the island and the demon inside her is kind of telling her about stuff with the island. We find out this island is actually a god that died and it's just the bones of the god that formed this island. Um, That's why it's called the Isle of Bones. And um, they can get close to it, but then they start to have problems with ghosts and phantoms that are kind of all over them, trying to stop them from getting to the aisle. And then, uh, ironically enough, the merfolk that I mentioned from the previous issue that are bitter at her for, you know, because all they see is her jumping in the water and then their people getting eaten. Um, But even though it's the demon, all they see is it's her. Um, So they actually confront her like, hey, you, you're coming with us. And we're going to take you to the queen because she's mad at you for killing some of us. And uh, the only way she's saved by the merfolk is these phantoms and ghosts uh, that actually they are afraid of start to attack and kill the merfolk. So that was, that was a kind of cool scene. It was kind of the only action that happened in the entire uh, issue. Um, And then um, they come up to an area they can't pass uh, unless they pay the ferryman, which the ferryman, you know, the ferryman on the, he's yep. got the boat with the big pole or thing as well. Yeah. They have, to pay the, you know, typical ferryman style. They have to pay the ferryman to basically get to the aisle at this point. Oh, and actually correction. I'm correcting myself a little bit. So there's all kinds of evidence that the aisle is right here, but they can't see it yet. And the, they have to pay the ferryman to take them to the aisle Otherwise, if they don't pay the ferryman, they because at first they're like, "We're not paying you anything. We're we're just we just we know it's here. We're gonna go." And I guess the way is, if they don't pay the ferryman to get to the aisle, they'll just wander lost forever in this wow. area. They'll never and, find it. 
Yeah, exactly. So, so they pay the ferryman and go to the aisle, and uh, then there ends up being a civilization on the aisle, and we meet up with this really cool looking, you know, fox type elder uh, at the end of the book, and he basically says, "I told your mother she'd return one day, and all she's done is." return in the form of you or something like that and then the book ends so <laughs> basically all that happens in this issue is she finally makes it to the isle of bones that uh for the last at least two issues they've been talking about getting to so she finally made it there in this issue yeah. it was it was fine it just uh not a lot happened still obviously the art's beautiful it was really uh well written to you know track what's going on and uh, as I've said a bunch of other time by a lot of stuff, whenever they're approaching the aisle and um, the cat and the demon inside her are explaining things, that was kind of cool to get some, basically gives you monstrous lore, you know, kind of thing. Right. So I give this a solid uh, get it, you know. Um, I don't know if it's a must have for anybody, but uh, uh, the, only, the only way I think this falls short of a get it is this one started to kind of get back to being kind of, seemingly female centric um so maybe you know if that bothers you then don't get it but it's it's quality that's for sure so yeah. i'm gonna give it a get it, a get it in general though so yeah i definitely need to get around to reading that yeah i would definitely love to hear your take on it obviously we have different tastes we talk about that in Acceler all the time that it's great how we all have different tastes i'd love to have your uh have your yeah. take on that so all right I need I need your trade paperback for number one. Okay. Volume one. Volume one. Yeah, volume one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll definitely I'll leave that next one next one down there. So. All right. <laughs> Guess we'll find out next week what Pat read. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. Okay. you're up first mike go i did a little more research real quickly uh, i know karen had mentioned like 15 bucks for superman 216 um so i was wondering about grades uh, uh 9.2 will run you around 80 bucks um raw raw uh and a 4.5 um which you know looks pretty good not too bad is around 13 so and that's with shipping so uh okay. You're pretty it's spot definitely, on. That. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely obtainable, and I'll be getting one of those, you know, kind of mid-grades, under 20 bucks. It's a very cool cover, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that, that story looks awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that, yeah, the story inside is even better, yeah, so. Um, don't ever underestimate how long uh, cover combat uh, round 1A and B can be, because I did. Even That's though right. it's epic, it definitely is long. <laughs> Sorry about it. Yeah. Yep. And uh, kind of to piggyback on top of that, uh, one of us is a huge Marvel team up fan. <laughs> one of us are. It's literally amazing. I can't wait to hear. 
Oh yeah, Karen says delays build the anticipation. Yeah, yeah, I felt like it was a train wreck because I was so all over the place. Yeah, it was a little. Uh, we 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 definitely talked over each other more in this episode than we have in uh, recent memory. We've seemed to have got a handle on it, so I think it was that the delay that caused a lot of that stuttering this show. Um, and uh, man, got to get to San Diego Comic Con. Obviously, they got a lot of stuff. Can't wait to see those prototypes uh, colored. And uh, man, I might, like I said, I might be back in that uh, ghost. So stay um, tuned next week for more San Diego Comic Con collectibles. Yep. <laughs> Karen says Kevin wants to see torpedoes, even if he has to make them up. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> apparently. All right, I have to read this because it's complicated here. Okay. okay, when I say I'm going to watch something, I probably won't. But when I say I'm not going to watch something, I just might. <laughs> right. <laughs> did I get that right? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. And if today's what Kevin Watch tells you anything, shows can start off strong and suck at the end. Not that Secret Invasion sucking, not, but it definitely has fallen off a little bit with this latest episode, in my opinion. Uh, but then, you know, just because shows are awesome at the end might not make up for how crappy it is during the entire thing. So, you know, that's why you got to watch a movie or show from beginning to end. You know, don't don't throw in the towel at any point in time. You never know. Yep. All right. Um, Karen, have anything? She's been pretty quick about it, so apparently not. Okay. Yeah. You got um, one? Yeah, stand by. Or, uh, tune in next week for our uh, remark competition where the three of us are going to remark a comic book cover. A different a comic book cover or talent. that one? Of, or that one, that uncanny. We're going to oh. do that one? Um, I was thinking we were I all going to do the same exact one. We can talk about yeah, it we, more. We can all do uh, Candy X Men two sixty eight. That'll be fine. Okay. Uh, Karen says that issue of monstrous that issue that issue of monstrous for Merfolk. What, Karen? Sorry, I'm not tracking. Maybe it's like that issue was monstrous for Merfolk. Oh, was bad. Bad. For, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. That issue of monstrous. It was bad for Merfolk. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And then the uh, spirits were beating them up. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was bad for Merfolk. She's right. And that that it, your issue of to piggyback on that your issue of King Kong Great War was obviously bad for King Kong fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, it was well written and yeah. well drawn. It's just no King Kong. Yeah, no King Kong. I want to see him on every page on issue three. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. You got anything else? That is all I have. Yeah, we see mom clapping, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> or was that a wave? She wanted to pull oh, up. I think it's a wave. <laughs> or. So it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Let's uh, close this out. 
please like and comment on this video as well as subscribe and hit that bell to get notifications. I've actually been reaching out to a lot of folks on Instagram to sub to us. So we've made uh, major strides in subs this week on YouTube. Uh, let's, uh, I'm going to keep up my part. Uh, please everyone else, uh, help us out as well. Uh, so, uh, please subscribe to comics and collectibles in the crawl space on Spotify for podcasters or many other podcast providers. And please listen to the edited podcast of this live stream on Spotify that will be posted later today or tomorrow. And let me tell you, every time I listen to the podcast, and I don't know whether uh, how you uh, check it out later, Mike, whether you're listening to the podcast or you're just not watching, but you're listening to the YouTube and, you know, you, you think it'd be different. But with the background music I'm able to put on Spotify, I actually enjoy our podcast just as much, but for different reasons as I enjoy rewatching the live stream to check it out. So definitely check out the podcast. Don't just assume it's going to be the exact same experience. The info will be the same, but it's definitely a different experience. So, and then follow Acceler Comics on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter and follow Acceler underscore comics on TikTok and whatnot. And man, I'm going to, uh, this, this week, I'm definitely going to put out a video to show what didn't sell on my last whatnot show literally it's it's amazing it's amazing what didn't what did not sell uh yeah stuff i i literally 15 20 discounted stuff i think i ran two or three items that were more than three bucks and most of those three buck auctions were three books uh, I think I had maybe a half a dozen that were only one book, but anyway, come check out the whatnot show. I can't uh, promote it enough and I'm going to definitely work harder on that in general to get more people in the room. we got a lot of great stuff on whatnot and you can watch our shows on the whatnot app weekdays, 9 PM Eastern standard time. I might actually be changing that next week to uh, 8 PM for reasons. Um, not, not sure how much of a difference it'll make or not, uh, but I'm going to give it a shot uh, I've got my next shows already scheduled next Wednesday and Thursday. So if you want to go to whatnot, Acceler underscore comics and bookmark those shows now, what's cool about when you bookmark it is even if I have to adjust the time, whether I adjust up to eight o'clock or I have to move it a little bit later because I'm running late, it will note if you bookmark it, it'll notify you as soon as I start. So you don't miss it. You don't miss out on the great deals because you don't want to. It's ridiculous how great the deals are. Then check out what we have to offer on eBay as well at Acceler underscore comics. And on our website, put another book up there last week. I'll do it again this week. We're building the inventory on the website slowly, but uh, surely. So check out what we have to offer there. Not only for uh, kind of cool recaps and to see something specific rather than having to check up the whole video again, you can see specifically what pat showed as far as collectibles you can see my reviews for uh what i watched you can see mike's review on comics you can see all that individually on the website it's a lot of uh fun to go through i check it out i'm on the show and uh, like i said we're putting stuff new stuff to sell on there so check that out uh, and then lastly uh watch our next live stream on youtube or facebook next saturday at 9 30 a.m ish eastern standard time mike's gonna be Revealing the winners of round 1B. 
And uh, so get your votes in there. And just new this week, you can vote here on YouTube in the comments or on Facebook on the Facebook post that Mike will create. Uh, so get your votes in for all that. And like I said, not joking, tell all your friends and uh, get all your coworkers to vote too. We really appreciate it. And as Karen's chiming in now, a uh, good reminder, next week is our 100th episode, our Legacy 100. We've actually had more than 100 videos, but, you know, we've tried a bunch of things over over time where, uh, you know, we, I, we did a midweek show. Um, I broke up the shows a lot uh, and all those have been, you know, numbered differently and stuff like that. So we actually have a lot more than 100 videos out. But uh, ever since we've been keeping track with the legacy numbering, next week's our 100th episode. So got a couple special things planned. It should be a lot of fun. So uh, definitely, like I said, uh, get get make sure you're subbed and you got that bell. So you know when we start. We say 9.30-ish for a reason because sometimes it isn't until 9.50. Like last week, it wasn't even until 10.15. You never know. So anyway. All right. You got anything else? Nope. Thank you, studio audience. You said you don't have anything else, Mike? Yeah, I'm done. I'm good. Pat, anything else? Nothing? Okay. Karen, anything else? All right, awesome. Thanks for everybody to stop by and check this out. Uh, definitely, after the fact, comment anything you want us to do differently on a show or what you liked about a show. We'd love to hear what everybody has to say about the show every time. And uh, don't forget, until next time, that reading a great story is awesome. Wait, <laughs> appreciating great art is awesome. And reading a great story is fun. So why not pick up a comic book and do both? Accelerate.